नमस्कार आई एम अवी स्टार आई एम फिफ्टी वन ईयर्स ऑफ एज एंड आई डोंट यूज बोटॉक्स एज ये I'm clean, but I do behave like you saw, like a 21-year-old in my movies. Yeah, I do that. I I sell dreams, and I peddle love to millions of people back home in India, who assume that I'm the best lover in the world. <laughs> If you don't tell anyone, I'm going to tell you I'm not. But I never let that assumption go away. <laughs> I've also been made to understand there are lots of you here who haven't seen my work, and I feel really sad for you. that that doesn't take away from the fact that i'm completely self obsessed as a movie star should be <laughs> and that's when my my friends uh, chris and juliet called me here to speak about the future you naturally it follows i'm going to speak about the present me <laughs> hello and welcome to the super 70 podcast episode 32 We will be using the 2-hour, 28-minute and 51-second version found on Amazon Prime. If you press play now, This podcast should sync with the rest of the film. Should see the Central Board of Film Certification. All characters, places and events are portrayed in this film are entirely fictitious. I was kind of put out that this was not uh, a true story. And we're going to we're going to start by going into the first time we saw Patan and in this case my son Luke is with us Yash Raj films Luke when when was the first time you saw Patan um i think it was a saturday or sunday morning when you called me and it was like showed me this trailer and i was like oh that looks that looks all right i'll i got nothing to do today i'll check that out and that night we witnessed this absolute magnum opus five stars. The easiest five stars I ever given. <laughs> so, no subtitles? Oh yeah, I got to turn on the subtitles. Yeah, we don't speak Hindi. Patan <laughs> is in three languages. Or I guess you could say three and a half. So, so be, we be actually came late the first time we saw this. We were five minutes late, so we never got to see the first five minutes of this movie including this part. Yeah, we never saw this opening part about the whole thing with the general uh uh having cancer and this whole backstory. So we just kind of went in blind. We didn't even know the the plot of the movie. It just kind of started like every other action movie with a torture sequence, which uh we were okay with. We were we didn't know what to go uh, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't even know like who Patan was or what was Patan. Like was it a was it MacGuffin or was it know, the title yeah, we character? We didn't know if it mattered. Like we didn't know if we had needed backstory of previous movies. We just went in blind after seeing the trailer. which we found out for the batman last year like that was the way to go. Yeah, just skipping the first 5 minutes, but you know, you do need this you kind of do need this little backstory, but you know, I don't know. Maybe it is like the batman, maybe if you took out the first 5 minutes, would it be? Yeah, cuz we still didn't see any of this. That's 
playing on the screen. Well, here. it wound up being kind of uh, detrimental <laughs> later on. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, no, actually, no, now, John Abraham. <laughs> yeah, now because like the that amazing theme song plays right here, but we didn't get to see that. So we didn't hear <laughs> that theme song, we didn't get to hear it yet, and we didn't get this whole phone conversation. So we kind of went in blind. Yeah, about the whole the whole cashmere background. Yeah, so <laughs> he's got the Indian patriot, patriot, and in, in in perfect like medieval font tattooed on us, and I, it's real fun if you if you pause this and you you read the tattoos all over his body. John Abraham here playing a amazing gym. villain, amazing Am- top tier villain. Oh my god, top five <laughs> villains of all time, the top three theme songs too <laughs> of all time. That that's. Um, talk about a theme song. So and we still didn't even get to this part, we right? Sh- yeah, yeah. This was over this. So what I like about this is, Patan is filled with these uh, these amazing, amazing copies from other films. It's not mm-hmm. pastiche. Uh, it's uh, they are uh, like my friend Dave would say, they're apes. They're they're lifted off of other films, but they're not badly done. It's not parody. Uh, we had the tendency in the theater to laugh at what we were seeing, yeah, uh, because it it seemed like so so outrageous to us but it's not parody it was just that you'd seen it before so many times but you had not seen it done so well it's like a, it's like a trope but like the movie had done it so well that it's like you excuse it because it's just so enjoyable to watch the the best tropes in in cinema history so that that market scene oh. there <laughs> oh i know yeah the lines in this movie <laughs> oh yeah very very cliche lines like the bad guys and like you know, those classic, like the Scott Pilgrim, we saw that, and, you know, there's two clicks you're going to hear is when I close the phone and the next one is me pulling the trigger. Like those types of lines, <laughs> they're all throughout this movie. And that's in the next scene when Patan's in the chair. Oh, yeah. We- <laughs> but, but in that market, in that gun market, that, I mean, that really reminded me of uh, Black Hawk Down. Yeah. You see the gun market in Black Hawk Down. So, and, and, and it goes like scene by scene. It almost reminded me of uh, Chasing Amy. How Kevin Smith designed Chasing Amy to be uh, every scene from another movie, like the the run in the oh, rain and from Jaws, uh, and, the, and, the Jaws and yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, Breakfast Club and not Breakfast Club, my Breakfast at Tiffany's. So he, this is kind of when we came in is like they're no, beating no, the shit up. It was after it. It was like the second before. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but it doesn't. The second before, like you know. It happens. That's when we came in. Like we didn't even get this amazing speech in the chair. I don't like I don't like swearing in Arabic. Yeah, speaking in Hindi. Yeah, <laughs> talking Hindi. goddammit. it! And so and so we saw this in Hindi, but we had we had choices. Like we, the reason we went to the Hindi performance was because they had it in uh, Tagul, um, and then they had the second one was in uh, uh, Punjabi, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But we went to the Hindi, and it was a good thing that we did because there was the cross-referencing with English in this film. It makes it more interesting. It does. It does. And, of course, we should say that we were <laughs> the only two white guys in yeah. the theater. <laughs> we showed up, and it was like, we're the only white people in the entire theater. I mean, and we didn't even know what to expect. So I just kind of felt bad for the audience because we were freaking our shit out in the theater. And then everyone it was just kind of sitting there like this was just your average Bollywood movie. And we were just like out here like trying to contain ourselves when the wildest shit we ever seen just happened on screen. <laughs> we were jumping in our seats and raving like, yeah, baton, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. And, and everyone around was like, what is up with these two idiot white guys? The whole theater uh, – 
uh, look like first and second generation uh, Indian. So uh, what we should also say, okay, so here's here's this Baton. This is where we came. This in. is where we came in. He drops the the and these great shots of uh, the camera um, mounted onto like an object. Oh right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, the, the air cannons. <laughs> They're the best love- use of air cannons <laughs> in the history of cinema. This one, the, the 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 theme, his his theme starts ah! queuing. No, that's a that's John's that's, theme. That's, that's yeah, yeah, but his theme with like the Home Depot kind of. Thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this amazing action sequel. Oh, oh my god! Oh, that was another thing. Was like the hits the were hits? unreal yeah. in this. Oh. <laughs> Just left, right, air cannon, air cannon. <laughs> like who left the door open? Why is yeah. there a draft? Why is there drafted? <laughs> we didn't care. We are all here. after this first scene. We didn't care how this movie went. We were here for it, and we're assuming, of course, that this is Pakistan. I had no idea Pakistan was so drafty. It makes me want to want to visit Karachi or Slabbad. Oh, <laughs> oh, I know. Neck. Oh. oh, rises an arrow to burn the evil. <laughs> he strikes a blow. He fights alone. Shining so bright, I he's the knight. Here, here, here comes. Here's the shotgun. Yeah. Oh my god! So we saw this in another film, and we were like, "Oh, this is the baton shotgun." Scene. Yeah. Now it's all referred to as the baton shotgun. The baton so Whenever shotgun. we see him, even though they did it in Fast Six with oh, the yeah. chair, and they <laughs> oh, air cannon. <laughs> It's it's really amazing, and I remember somebody somebody had asked us what was this like, and and we couldn't uh, describe it. No, I, th- I think the closest we ever came was like if you took all the Fast and the Furious movies yeah, all and the all the Mission Impossible, every James Bond <laughs> combined it into one and added charm like you've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know this this guy, uh, um, King Khan, King Khan, yeah. Uh, Raj, Raj Khan, this guy has such amazing oh. star power. So he's dragging, yeah, he's loading, loading the AK. Yeah, we didn't know what to expect with the with the lead. Right. And when after this scene and like the movie starts going, it's like this dude's got some serious start. We had no idea this dude had a career, like a massive like hundred movie career. And then we found out later his nickname is King Khan, which is like, oh my god, come on, that's that's the best nickname ever, Rasha Khan. Yeah, in and uh, and this was his first movie in like three or four years. He you know he didn't like come uh, yeah. out of retirement, but he can basically do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. When we saw this. He was like, oh my god, <laughs> and the chopper blade. You've seen that in Mission Impossible, the first one. Yeah, this. It's got this little bird. <laughs> And then like, no, sorry, Rafe. And he's turning on these like <laughs> these Catlin cannons that are going. The, and, but he is like a he's like a George Clooney or a Brad Pitt. Like oh, he has no, that no, magnetism, better, right? Better. I would put me him against Brad Pitt. I'm seeing King Kong any day. I love this guy so much. And and of course, the, when going back to how we were see, seeing this in the theater and how we were like, we were like, like literally coming sunshine. out of our seats. The sunshot, yeah. Like, and, and you see that in in Batman and so forth. So we saw this. Like, this is like a, a Rasha uh, spy movie, Patan. And of course, immediately you were like, everyone in this theater is so quiet. is so chill and yeah. quiet watching. They've seen this before. What if there's 20 more of these films? <laughs> it was hard not to get on the phone, like in the movie, and, and start 
start checking out like what what are the other ones that King Con has been in? This movie is so like like in I don't know the um how do you, what's the word like engrossing. Yeah. Like I just want to see kept seeing what was next. But oh my god. Yeah, and and this is a, a a great role here. I mean this is the Amanda Waller role from <laughs> from Suicide Squad. Uh, we got a problem, ma'am. Uh, we're red flagging. <laughs> and the guy's been looking at monitors so long he needs eye drops, to, you know. To, oh, that's a cl- yeah, the classic nerd shot. Yeah. And uh, I remember when I was watching this with my friend Greg, and we were like, at the beginning, we were like, trope number eight, trope number nine. He's like, we got a flashback. And we, we, we saw this, and we were watching, and the flashback happened. But then we didn't, we forgot that we were in a flashback. Right. Within a flash, so it was just yeah. We were so involved in the story <laughs> that when the flashback ended, we were we were like, oh, oh wait, we still have this. St- <laughs> That's oh. right. We still have to finish the original story. Oh, we are. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Though. Yeah. But so of course this, you know, she has no life, and yeah. this is out of a lot of spy thrillers, like uh, the movie Breach with uh, Lori Linney. There's a scene in there where <laughs> she's just basically has no life. She has a cat. She doesn't have a husband. Oh, yeah, she doesn't yeah. have a family, and so forth. This guy's strikingly handsome too. I was just amazed at you know. The, I think this is like the second Bollywood film I had ever seen. This is my first, and I was like, "Oh, a Bollywood movie!" So like, yeah. what twenty song and dance sequences? Right, right. And then, uh, you you warned me. Was like, I gotta warn you. I know this is an action movie, but there's going to be two dance sequences. And I was like, "Oh God, really?" I'm gonna have to. Little did I know. <laughs> That the next time I was going to next time I was watching this movie, I was like, Oh, I'm here for the dance sequences this time. It's the greatest dance sequences of all time. <laughs> There's the, I think my favorite one in a music video is uh, Sting did a song called We'll Be Together Tonight. I think it was about 1986, 1987. There's a dance sequence in that that's actually, you know, other than in the, the Austin Powers one and the spy who shagged me, I, you know, that's that's my favorite one. But these dance sequences are just. Shockingly good, yeah. I need to pull out my NDB so we can throw some some, some light onto these yeah. uh, actors. I who love are, the, the backstory. Oh, this man—he was the most badass out of the most badass and the top tier of the of the most elite squad ever. And so everyone gets uh, quiet when he's around. Oh, that's because the Patan chapter is closed. You know the whole buildup of this character, and you see where it goes. It's just classic. Yeah, Dimple Kapadia is is who's playing Nandini, the the boss <laughs> training there. Sequence. Yeah, the training sequence. So of course we had the when Patan was in the chair, we forgot to mention how you know he's first. I'm going to hit you, and then I'm going <laughs> to. You know, we we'd seen that in a million movies like, before. Yeah, the, the the badass line that you know, this just and this movie's filled with them, and yeah. I never got sick of them. No, no, they oh were my, the physique, shredded, shredded, and, and oh, we didn't, we didn't even, we like, didn't know how old he was. How old this guy I was like, oh, this guy's like maybe thirty eight, thirty nine, maybe forty, maybe because like later you could just see him shirtless, and it's like he's like Chris Hemsworth, Thor ripped, and we're like, oh my god, that's crazy, and we didn't know until we after he's like almost 60 years old and we were flipping our shit in the when we were walking to the cars like oh my god how did this guy get in this this shape but yeah, and she and you can see her eyes drop when she when he walks off camera because she's checking him out. And it reminded me of was it Cheryl Ladd in the uh, Man of Steel movie? Oh my! It's, all right, Clark. Yeah, all right. right, and her hands all over his pack. Like it's okay, Clark. It's it's okay, Clark. It's, 
It was a tough job for her. Tough job. <laughs> so, so anyway, they, that did remind me of the the interrogation scene in the Avengers when they've got uh, Scarlett Johansson tied to the chair. Oh yeah, you know, and she's like, he's oh, telling he's me telling everything. me everything. Yeah. I need to get out of here, and so you, you realize that she's got control of the situation. And that was crossed with like a scene from uh, you haven't seen it, but uh, Billy Jack with John Laughlin. Where Billy Jack would say stuff like, I'm going to take the left side of my right boot and put it on the <laughs> left, right side of your face, and there's nothing yeah, you the, can do the about it. on Globus type yeah. lines. <laughs> Number one yes. with a bullet. Like. Yeah. Delta Force. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those, those type lines, and I'm here for it all the way. And another thing I found amazing about this movie, his hair. Never fails. Every scene, hair is amazing. It, it is kind of reminiscent of of Tom Cruise, just a, just a tad. Oh yeah, just yeah, just yeah. a little bit. But then, no, yeah, you're right. It's just, yeah, just just kind of well, reminiscent. I don't care. He does it. No, no, a lot better. King Kong opinion. wears it better. He always wears it better. He's better than everything. And I like uh, uh, Joker. Yeah, the joint operation of the covert research man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah. And and again, crossed with uh, with English, which we should say, the, the Indians, of course, were were ruled uh, by the British Raj for for about a century, and a century before that, the East India Tea Company basically ran it like a like their own little fiefdom, and so the the English really uh, infiltrated the Hindustani language in Punjabi and Tungul as well. But in, <clears throat> of course, there's so many language groups in in India that they when they shoot a film they just you know they they might film it in Hindi but they'll they'll dub the shit out of it for three or four different languages team up sequence absolute team up we've got to meet the crew yeah, right the crew, <laughs> the crew that's gonna and right. then they're absent for like the rest of the movie yeah you don't really see them yeah I thought it was like oh a super spy group we're gonna do that but no I don't care I focus on Bataan the whole movie of course of course so we, we say India. It's actually it's you know um, it's Hindustan. This is, is the name. India is a, is an English corruption of of Hindustan, the state of Hindus. Of course, not everybody in India speaks Hindu. <laughs> speaks Hindi rather. Not everyone in India is Hindu, which is a, a religious group, not not a language group. Hindi is a language group. So you do have uh, no, Lucre. This guy, yeah, Colonel Luker. The Colonel Luker is just awesome. Uh, yeah, he he fills that role of like the asshole boss. I was like, I need the results, no matter the cost. Which, <laughs> then you, which you see in a thousand movies. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of reminds me of uh, Nick Fury. No, oh, the the obligatory uh, uh, comedic uh, invention scene. Yeah, crossed crossed with the the embarrassing moment when the boss, the real boss, walks in the door. Yeah, I was like. Oh, you! Miss, his double chin it hangs down to his belly, and then he poses. <laughs> yeah, and she poses, it's just classic. Ashutosh Rana. Ashutosh Rana is this guy's. He's actually very and like a lot That's of great. like a lot of movies, particularly the buddy cop movies, where you've got the asshole captain in the in the precinct. Yeah, you get, you warm up to him <laughs> as the yeah. as a good Gil. Hill. That's right, Axel Foley. You better not. <laughs> 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 or even Bougainville in uh, in in the the Beverly Hills Cop movies. Like Bougainville comes out like a c- complete asshole in the second movie. Yeah. He's like this really yeah. nice guy. Or like even the the parody of that was like the last last action hero. Was, oh yeah. So, but I I thought he just did great. Is a perfect level of like playing that character without going over the top. Aside from the he was the best operative and he died. <laughs> <laughs> he went to solo. <laughs> Is that Topper? 
I believe so, yeah. Okay. Well, then here's this is like straight out of uh, uh, Rogue Nation. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah when he was in uh, Havana. Actually, I think. he's not. It's not this terrorist organization. It's this private terrorist group that's doing all these things. And why we don't know, but we got to find out that type of stuff that you see a thousand times. Which, once again, not ripping the movie for. I will rip other movies, but I'll never rip this one. It's worse than Mission Impossible. <laughs> This downed airliner in Malaysia. Yeah. And this bus that blew up in London. They're all connected. And this politician who was shot on his doorstep in Detroit. (laughs) Someone's someone's behind it all. Yeah. But this movie gets away with it 100%. And I love this. That's Interpol's problem. It's not our problem. Every movie ever. (laughs) I know, right? Where the the immediate idea is. So you've got... You've got one or the other. You've got like the don't give me that jurist my diction from blood <laughs> from the Matrix from the Matrix. Don't give me that jurist my diction crap. You can oh. shove it straight up your ass. Oh, but yeah. first yeah. blood yeah. is like first a call. Yeah. yeah, and there's this horrible movie called Ballistic <laughs> with uh, I, I think it's Armand Desante. I could be wrong. It could be Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu. Oh. And, and my favorite one is like the entire downtown is like on fire with these cars and there's riots. <laughs> going on and these feds come by and say literally overdubbed this problem's too big for us we'll leave it to the locals and then they just drive away <laughs> oh my god that's perfect perfect logic so here we go eggshells we're going to you're, dubai you're, this, you're the molten gold that holds this team together i love that line Oh, yeah. yeah, it was earlier, and it comes back later, and then... They use it over and over again. So this is like right out of Mission Impossible. Uh, yeah, was it Rogue Nation? I, mean, I think I see Tom Cruise climbing that thing, right? <laughs> so, And then the the fourth like mission control room that we see Colonel Luker in. <laughs> I think he's in a lot of them throughout this movie. And then um, after, I think... No, no, yeah, that's right. About four, and then we get the car chase... Yeah. Soon, but the- and this is another trope. Like we have to, we have to get on a plane in Mumbai, and we have to fly or Delhi. We have to fly all the way over the Indian Ocean and and get to to Dubai. And then when we're in Dubai, and then we're we're launching our logistics, it's in the middle of that that we find out we just suddenly think he tricked us. It's a trap. <laughs> no. He's actually going for the two scientists like- instead of our president. God, why did I think of that? Like maybe if you spent. 50- 15 more minutes in your in your, your operations stage. yes send me his gps coordinates right now i'll reroute damn <laughs> and this is and this kind of reminds me of the chase scene and was it fast fast six or fast seven uh, which, where they're in well, rio with the, oh fast five fast five yeah okay <laughs> i've seen those movies so many times and i know in these the, okay. Faruqi, love is hard, Faruqi. So here comes John Jim. Abraham, the absolute colossal of a villain, <laughs> walking in here with that amazing theme. Just oh my god! <laughs> we were like, we didn't hear it the first time in the opening. We heard That's it this right. time. We started flipping our shit in the in the theaters. Like oh my god, what a villain! And this is right out of uh, Winter Soldier. I yeah. mean, just lifted. Yeah. No, there's then, the shotgun. There's the, there's the baton <laughs> shotgun shot. And then, uh, and then I, I didn't catch it the first time we saw it, but when you and I saw it, like my third time, your second, in the, I saw this movie like four times in the theater and then twice at home. <laughs> and then you, you pointed out that this is the Batman. Yes. Yeah. yeah and they do, is... the, do the camera shot. 
Which then, is like, this is like amazing planning because Baton came out in January and the Batman came out in, what was it, May of March. last year? March, March of last year. Yeah. So this was like an amazing foresight to uh, really edit this together to where it, it looks. The editing in this movie is fantastic. It's, it, is, it is stellar. It is definitely stellar. <laughs> I do hear a lot of people crapping on the CGI. I don't care. I don't care about I that either. It's better. It's honestly better than some of the some of the Phase Four Marvel stuff that I've seen. It is honestly more convincing than you know the TV shows that they've made or you know the subparts of Quantum Mania or Multiverse of Madness. It's a little bit more convincing, but once again, you're picking on the things that don't matter here. Right. All right. It's like it's like saying, why are these people dancing in the club where John Wick's killing people? Like, come on, bro. It looks cool as hell. Like, get over it. It's an amazing it's just a nitpick. You know what I mean? Ultimately it doesn't matter. And then I think he, he rerouted already. Yeah, he's he's on the trail of uh Jim. Could have done with a little bit more menacing name, but I don't care. He just has this amazing baritone voice. Oh yeah. <laughs> um this is a uh, contra flow traffic you have to have yeah, contra flow traffic yeah, counter flow traffic you got to have that i mean it's mandatory in all all action movies where you have a car chase especially if it's in paris since ronan oh yeah you know no no you're right you're right ever since ronan yeah, yeah. if you do it in paris you gotta have contra flow <laughs> so there's one of these uh i love these little uh the street signs that are on this a chrome disc that hovers above the intersection. Those are in uh, West Houston, actually, in the Batman Galleria. Shot. Here's the Batman shot. So, I mean, this and this makes me think this is, could have be been one of those things where they shot it normal, and then when the Batman came yeah, out, they just flipped it. They yeah, yeah, they started to move the image and, oh, and give yes. it that oh, Jim air cannon them. John Abraham is amazing, yep. and he played the lead in another movie you, you and I saw, like the week Mumbai after Patan, Mumbai Saga, which was was utterly amazing. Of course, it's about the mafia Mumbai, and then after the movie's over, you were asking, "What was it that they were like? <laughs> we, how does this mob make money?" <laughs> it was like two and a half hours or something about the mob, and he was like, oh, "Wait, how did this guy make the money?" Like we never saw like you know that obligatory Goodfellas like you know montage of him like of like Henry Hill cutting up the coke and you know selling it or you know you don't get the the racketeering with the guns no we never knew what he was doing silencers <laughs> in a lunch bag right yeah there was oh, none these of don't that. worry him. <laughs> there was a little bit of a protection racket in the beginning of it and you were thinking clearly they're not making all of their money off of protection rackets yeah, like there's got to be on protection yeah it's got to be a prostitution still ring still, or still enjoyable. <laughs> Maybe somebody's got. I like, died a bloody hero. <laughs> she broke my heart. India broke my heart. So okay, so this is kind of important to the plot, actually. So I looked up uh, Article Three Seventy, mm-hmm. which they said in the beginning that was the whole the whole thing was General Kadir is pissed off because India was abrogating Article Three Seventy. So, are you ready? Well, while while they're on, about well, to, I gotta, I gotta get rid of this. Not got rid. I gotta get over this amazing bad guy speech oh yeah <laughs> they'll throw a medal on your grave martyr. but your cost of the country zero yeah you're like and that's right out of bond too where like m yeah. and is it in golden eye m says i've got no compunction to send you to your death but i'm not going to do it on a whim uh mm. dude i don't know those movies blend together after you've seen them so many times in this round i hold all the aces <laughs> <laughs> theme song right here 
And then I love this. I love this scene. He slow walks with the air cannon. He's like, oh. what am I going to do? Oh, we're going to blow up the car and walk away. I'm going to make, I'm going to leave my villain in an easily escapable situation. What? What? This happens throughout the movie. And once again, I don't care. The power of Baton's promise will carry me through this movie. <laughs> It does have that sort of Dr. Evil flair to it. Oh, especially later on in the movie and you get to like the the second evil lair. <laughs> there are there are an astounding amount of evil lairs in this film. I could have done with a little bit one more at least, you know, me personally. But okay, you were saying about the article 370 yeah, I just want to say here that we're 26 minutes in and we're, we're still just, oh we can't get enough. Yeah, so Article 370. So it's been an honor. I, I looked it up. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> Jahind. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so one thing he does before. He, now, of course, we, we, we are sort of making fun of this, but you see this in American films yeah, oh, dude, all the time. John, a thousand times mm. worse. So, uh, most of the exactly. time. Exactly. And that's the point. A thousand times worse. Yeah. It's whoever can do it the best. And whoever does it the best often, it just you don't care that it's done before if it's done well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The the only thing done. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Yeah, the only thing done that uh, secondhand that doesn't look as good as the rest of the movie is the CGI. And again, we've already declared like yeah, if, it doesn't if, matter. It doesn't matter if one thing's going to suck in this film. Let the it CGI. be the CGI. Like everything else, I'm cool with. <laughs> and this was this was just awesome. And this is kind of out of Super Cop. Oh, I do see some similarities. Yeah, yeah Jackie Chan hanging on the. And Patan saving the day. Get him out of here by zipline. I was the two helicopters like next to each other. I thought was like amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of out of, yeah. I don't think you've seen it yet, but Air Force One has something like that with Harrison Ford. And oh, Gary yeah, I still need yeah. to see that. Yeah, that's really good. I was on a I was on a rig in Egypt out in the Mediterranean. We were watching Air Force One, <laughs> and there was this Arab on the uh, on the boat. He said. Does the president die in this one? And I said no. And he said, "Damn!" <laughs> oh my God, that's funny though. And then later on, he found out I was American. He said, "I'm sorry, I thought you were British." I'm like, "I don't care. I didn't vote for the guy," <laughs> which is always our excuse, right? Like, you know, when I went to China and then Clinton had bombed something and killed some Chinese people in, in uh, Yugoslavia, <laughs> consulate Yugoslavia, they. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Boom! <laughs> fast Boom. and the Furious. Totally yeah, this out of total Fast and the Furious. So, yeah. so you got on me because that scene in, I don't know what fast yeah, it is. You, okay, okay. The hand grab <laughs> off the cars. No, no it's, a, in, it's the scene in Fast 6 where, um, where Dom's driving uh, whatever red car with the spoiler at the back and he's and Letty's on the front of the tank and the tank crashes and then Dom crashes in the side rail and he goes in midair to catch Letty and, and lands on a car and I was and when you saw that you started like oh come on man. stupid look you thought stupid. it was so stupid and he's been getting you've been giving me shit for it all the time and then the second something like this happens in this movie it was like oh please give me more of this <laughs> double standard much well uh, well, uh, no. Well, where you got me was they did the same thing in another movie that Justin Lin made, the, the third Star Trek movie, Star Trek Beyond. They do uh, it again. Oh no, yeah, it's yeah, Kirk yeah. and one of the aliens, <laughs> and they're doing it with motorcycles instead of cars. 
and I loved how that this executed. It was yeah, done right. very well, and you jumped my ass yeah, for that. I did. Like, they do the same thing in fact. Yeah. But I have to say, the big difference is Star Trek yeah, is great. a sci-fi. Oh. It's a fantasy film. Doesn't. I mean, this is a spy film. This is the, a little bit of fantasy. What do they have the power of in the Star Trek remakes? The power of what? And in the Fast and Furious, you got the power of family. Like, come on, man. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention him bringing down the, the cable that's holding the two helicopters. <laughs> With his bare hands. These helicopters will crash unless you let go of this rope or whatever. Which I didn't understand at first. I was like, does he control the rope? It took me my third rewatch to understand that he just nods because I was I was too busy giggling. <laughs> and th- this amazing shot of him holding on and then he flies away mm-hmm. and then he looks back, which is a great shot. <laughs> yeah, and this is, and it's, it's like a force and <laughs> zoom. And the, no, like, that was bad CGI. <laughs> I don't care. Bad CGI. And yeah. then this, and he looks yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flying right between the buildings amazing grip strength like <laughs> oh yeah free-handed, free-handed. free-handed you know. <laughs> but you know i mean i'm sure tom cruise has done stuff like this oh yeah so this is new delhi we're back in new delhi where's the dude by military by the way the, those snipers like where were they the whole time <laughs> <laughs> That's right. well, well jim is seemingly has control over all of dubai yeah this, <laughs> the snipers are nowhere to be found oh here here's the the tragic backstory of the villain mm. i love this calculative precise, precise. methodical <laughs> Not like <laughs> listens to his heart first that's why he can't get the job done <laughs> Shout out to Colonel Lucard. He got into oh. my favorite genre of, of evil, <laughs> not evil, but uh, asshole boss. And of course, one of the things that that kind of hinders us, but I think gives value to the story, is that there's all these little inflections, not just in the language, but things that they refer to that probably go to other movies, which we have not seen, or they go to other incidents that if if you're a, a citizen of India, you, you know about, but we're, we're unfamiliar with. Yeah. You know, because we're we're not Indian nationals, obviously. Like he's talking about Somali pirates. Like, remember this incident with Somali pirates? We don't know if this is another movie or if this is referring to uh, to something completely fictional, or it could be that India had a very bad problem with Somali pirates, yeah. which yeah. which it's very close to them. It's only like uh, four hundred miles away, you know, across the ocean, <clears throat> and that's the the geopolitical. Uh, uh, setting is completely different for for this film and for all bollywood films and it, it takes them getting used to but it, it the payoff is so yeah, good because you don't quite understand some because like in in american movies or like uk movies because like they introduce a threat and you're like you already know a lot about them right just because they're in the geopolitical scene but if you watch bollywood movies you might not immediately get the relevance of some things like the somalian pirates because those aren't well, unless Very like in, in, yeah, I mean, if you're an American, you're, you, the the only Somalian pirates, pirates, like, yeah, that, like 300 years ago, like that's that's right. your immediate reaction to pirates, but that is a serious problem in in, in that part like, of the world. Seas, yeah. It is. Well, there was a there was a guy who sailed around the world in a yacht like 20 years ago, and he got he got jacked by pirates and killed. Yeah, and. Uh, I don't know if you saw Captain Phillips with Tom saw, Hanks, yeah, yeah. and that, the Maris, the Marist Alabama, which I, a ship that I've actually been on uh, decades ago, you know. But that's your only frame of reference. But if you lived in India, like this, this could be like yeah. something serious. So the news type stuff, right, know? right. But I do got to say, um, 
I don't know if this is appropriate to say, but that was a pretty good torture scene. I'm just, <laughs> I mean, it beats some of Mel Gibson's work. I mean, I'm just saying, like that scream. It's yeah, great. He, he's he's a top notch actor on torture. Mel Gibson, <laughs> he fucking loves that stuff. But South Park made fun of him for it. Torture me for you, <laughs> please. Please torture me. There's one in Game of Thrones which just takes everything I'm up a level. Yeah. I will ha- if I live for a thousand years. I will. I wouldn't once think of watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably be better for it. So, so Patan, you know, if if ever he's eating anything, it's, it's a an, green apple, it's something apple, healthy. Or I it's, love the sugar free yogurt. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Rock Beach. We're talking Rock about Beach, Rock Beach yeah. now. The the ultimate MacGuffin that changes like three times, right? <laughs> like we we first, I think when we first saw, we was like, oh, it's a person, and then we were like, oh, it's a it's an object. It's like, oh no, it's this, you know. But I'm not going to say what it is, of course. But uh, but we also didn't. Men- uh, I didn't mention the, the another uh, Colonel Lucart uh, scene of like him being an asshole to his his own agents. Like you know, another classic uh, boss movie. You don't listen to the rules. That's why you're not as good as we play by the book. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another scene in um, in Black Hawk Down when. Um, Captain Steel comes over when you're on the 50 yard line. You've got to make it in, you know, you, you hoo ha people, blah, blah, blah. First dance okay. sequence. First dance sequence. Which I, when I first saw, I was like, oh, great. I might as well go to the bathroom now. But I didn't go because I was like, okay, this song's kind of good. Well, and, and then I was blown away. <laughs> it was totally, totally blown away. And the. Oh, here he comes. Oh, look at the <laughs> Right. So this, I looked it up. Uh, I saw this thing on Instagram that said this was really controversial because he's wearing a, a green shirt with a little bit of gold in it, which I just took it as the eggshell reference, right? But in, in fact, uh, that those are the, no, col- those are the colors, the of, colors the, uh, of the flag of Pakistan. Yeah. So he's there a, were, he's a Muslim, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Khan is. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and there's nothing uh, weird about that. Like a lot of the biggest stars in Bollywood are uh, Muslim Indians. And, and of course, there's this tension that's always been in India for as long as Muhammad brought uh, the religion there between Hindus and, and Muslims. But she, she is amazing. Her name is Deepika Padukone. She's, she's playing the agent Rubina Mosin. And of course, we I talked to you before when, when the film was over about how uh, navels are are very like uh, I wouldn't say verboten, but it's like taboo in in Indian culture. So the white girls have have their navel showing, but the Indian girls do not. And of course, a lot of the men even have their swimsuits jacked up to the to the uh, to the navel, like we we would in olden days, like Spartacus. Yeah, but this is a absolutely terrific this is, song this is an A1 song it's an A1 dance number and I, I oh, oh here, oh, comes, here comes, it comes here comes oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> we were freaking out in the theater when we saw it it's like he's about to lift oh up my the globe god. He's like, look, make sure you look behind the bicep for You're us right. get a good shot of that it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh my god got some baby oil it's like, <laughs> okay Shaw, pump your bicep yeah, just yeah. just a little bit, not Could you do not like too much. Before the yeah, shot? Right, yeah. right. Not like Schwarzenegger. I just more like you know. No, it's it's just amazing. 
Dr. Yeah. Rubina Mosin, who's also a spy. No, was also a super to- a top secret spy. She, she works for ISI, for ISI, ISI Pakistan. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And it was second location in the dance sequence and then like third wardrobe change for King Khan. Right. Absolutely amazing. I love it. Well, and this was another thing that we we couldn't believe when we were when we were leaving was it was like every 25 minutes it seems like the plot changes in the movie. Yeah. We couldn't figure yeah, out actually what was going on, <laughs> but it was because we had missed that first scene. If I'd if we'd seen that first scene and said, "Oh, this is about Kashmir," at least you have like a frame of reference. Yeah, but we didn't even have a starting point. It was like forty minutes before we even heard Rock Beach. Right, right. It was like, "What's this movie about?" Yeah, what's what's Rock Beach? Does it matter? Yeah, it (laughs) It may not matter. matter. Does it matter? Which is fine. Which is utterly fine. But once again, uh, whoever uh, did the costumes in this movie, um, fantastic. Because everything. He that King Khan wears in this, I want to buy instantly. If there's ever a movie that makes you want to go to the gym, it's this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the lines are really good. The lines of the song and how the you oh, know, completely and, and, over the top. In, <laughs> in Bollywood songs, they always the movies they always make Third the songs location. match the plot. Third location, yeah, they're in Spain, I think. Yeah, they're in. The, it's where it's they supposed make to a be. line is like, if it was any other agent, it would right. be Syria or the <laughs> yeah. mountains of Afghanistan. But you get uh, Barcelona or something. <laughs> yeah, of course. Piece? Well, and she was just in Paris because when they when yeah. they were in Delhi and they they saw, oh, we found her. She's that, in Paris. That, but that's in present day. This is the flashback. Right, so, right, right. This this the shot upcoming is one of the best shots I've ever seen in my life in all of cinema. Is oh when he goes to the pool? <laughs> oh my god, we lost this, it in the we theater. Lo- when he we said, lost our minds this, in the theater when this happened. And there's this great tracking <laughs> shot from right to left. Okay, it's okay, coming okay. up. He's oh my up. god, here it goes. This, this shot alone needs an award. She's amazing, by the way. She yeah. just and, she looks fantastic. The song is coming to an end, and it's like Life oh, is what's happening? Is it she dives in the dives pool? In the pool and the Reverse song shot and then on Shaw, and here comes turn left and. He's in the pool. He's in the pool. The theme song. Ah. Take off your sunglasses, slow mo. We freaked out in the theater, and then we got some head turns. Like, what the hell's wrong with these white people? These white people are out of their minds. Like, she's got these enormous like dragon earrings on. It's like this is completely like ridiculous but that's a shot i've never seen a shot like that never, in another movie never and never ju- and that uh, is the movie in that shot too that is that, the movie the per- if i was to ever show someone the embodiment of the masterpiece that is Patan, <laughs> i would show them that shot that needs a gif there needs to be a gif of that he's oh. got these ball ugger <laughs> shorts on <laughs> and an eight pack <laughs> Like his ab, like his pecs have sub abs. Yeah, like completely abs. <laughs> ridiculous. And the, what evil lair one? Does this count as right. an evil lair? I, this I think does. This yeah, as an evil because they're all spies. Oh yeah. my god, his underbelly is amazing. Make sure I you would, stand right next to him. So this happens like three times in the movie. It does. Yeah, they're looking in opposite like, directions. It gives a badass speech. It's a great visual uh, metaphor. Yeah. Bank account himself in the flesh shows up. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't too hard to bring you here. <laughs> Which again, I mean, that's in uh, complete mastermind. That's in Skyfall. You just make sure and oh, leave yeah, those Silva, traces yeah. as you as you go to Scotland. Just make sure you just leave not too many, not too many. <laughs> what the fuck? 
can see wearing. Like he just grabs this this French zebra blazer, and he works it too. He makes it work. Not a second do you question why is he wearing this, other than why is he wearing this? But he makes it work. X A A I S A or something. In ISI, and the, the BDD is the other one, which is the the uh, uh, the West German intelligence agency. West German, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, they had one. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was like under the branch of whoever controlled the district, or so it was like the French intelligence. Or, oh, I didn't know they had their own. Yeah, they had their own. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, because they had they had to fight the. Uh, well, it wasn't the Stasi. So the East German had East Germany had their own foreign intelligence service. Then they had separate a from the KGB? separate. Uh, well, they no, their internal one was called nicknamed the Stasi, the State Stasi. Secrets Police. Yeah, the Stasi, mm-hmm. and then then they were they they ran East Germany like the like an iron fist. Like some people say that was the most totalitarian society ever. Jesus. East Germany. Yeah. So, I mean, say what you want about like totalitarianism. They often come up with the coolest nicknames for their uh, oppressive governments. I gotta say. Uh, yeah. Well, and, uh, uh, we, we should say that, um, second time this happens, <laughs> second time this happens, the, this shot, where they're looking in opposite directions. Pakistan and India are bordered next to each other, and they are um, uh, they are not friends. They have a, a very tenuous relationship. They have been trying very hard, the two nations, to prevent uh, another war. I think Pakistan and India have gone to war three times since partition. The The biggest time was in, in 1972, yeah. 1973, and, and that was like hundreds of thousands of Indians and Pakistanis died in that war. It was absolutely bloody, absolutely horrible. So we are talking about like real world stakes here, and that's why I wish that we hadn't missed that that opening. Yeah. And because the minute he would have said Kashmir, I would have said, oh, this makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. But we didn't hear it until, I think it's after the... Uh, uh, the no, interact, what? right? Um, no, it, we only ever heard it at the uh, Evil Lair Two. <laughs> when, when the oh, it's, at, it's in the finale. It's in the yeah, finale when he says, yeah, "No, we're four. right." Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. And then great action sequence coming up here. Yeah, it's, and you know sometimes like uh, when you have action movies, uh, especially now they they try and like marvelize it and they add, try to add too much humor into it, and sometimes it can end up ruining the action scene. But this time it actually, I think it works uh, perfectly. I think so. Yeah, and then he's just, <laughs> he's just watching her. Oh. There's some judo coming here. Leg sweep. And I, you know, we we get the idea that if Patan wanted to, oh, dude, but like, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. It's just like he's he's so in control of the situation that he doesn't have to lift a finger. And like, I love the shot. Love the shot. Oh, he's already free. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just like he was waiting. Here's the judo. He was just waiting for that guy to do that, and then I he sure. caught the uh, caught the knife. More evil henchmen. Let's go. Lots of HKs too. The UMPs are yeah, and the, and even the pistols are HKs. Not X. Not XISI. I am IXI. So why are you saving a, an Indian agent? It's yeah. I just like to see so much. He plays the comedy really well, like during an yeah, action it's, scene. It's, he, he does everything like perfectly. 
and again, you you know that's nothing new. You've seen that in Die Hard, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, all these other buddy cop action yeah, movies. Lethal Weapon. It's just once again, it's just done so well here that it doesn't impede anything. And I, I do remember thinking, how can they run in this open field and not get shot? But then, of course, you find out later that you know one of the bullets found their mark. No, well, you find oh, that later because they're not really trying to kill them. Oh, right, right, because they were trying to plant her. I don't know that blows anything, but probably already seen the movie. If they're listening to the commentary. The, if you listen, okay, uh, yeah, Patan, you've already seen you've it. You've already seen Patan. Like, I, I don't know anyone, any, I don't, none of my friends, I haven't heard of any Bollywood movies until I, sh, until I m- mentioned this absolute masterpiece. And you're like, oh, Bollywood, really? Opinion of invalid. That's their n- initial response. Well, and, and the reason that I really haven't gotten into Bollywood is because I had heard from, I, I had an Indian friend in, in college, and she told me, yeah, I mean, some of them are three, three and a half hours because there's all these, these subplots dance, and these subplots and dance and sequences, and, and I just, elaborate stories. Yeah, and I just thought, well, I'm not, not for me. Not yeah. For me. It's still not really, I can only stand a movie that's, that's three hours plus every month or so, you know what I mean? Right. Like, John Wick Four that that took that slot for that month. I'm not gonna watch another. Like I'm not watching Gettysburg ever. <laughs> well, you're gonna miss out on that. There's some great acting in Gettysburg, but you know, I get it. Well, this is also in the days like you know when when Bollywood started like just really getting into cinema in the the 60s, the 1960s when Bollywood just really started taking off and they started doing these these enormous movies. It wasn't actually that far out of the norm to be in a theater for three hours, even in the United States where even in the fifties, when he had these huge sword and sandal epics, like, uh, uh, Ben Hur, for example, yeah. you could be in the theater for three plus yeah, hours, but Arabia, also in, in the, with the intermissions and Cleopatra and all of those, but also remember like back then, particularly in the days before TV, that's where you got your news. That's where you went to go see newsreels. So you'd go in, you'd see like 20 minutes trailers. You'd see like a 20 minute newsreel. Then they might have like a, a short feature. I mean, that could take an hour and then the movie would start. And then if, if it was like a three hour movie, then you're in the theater for like four hours. And by the way, you paid like 20 cents to do all of this, yeah. you know? So it, it's, it wasn't really, it's not really crazy in terms of time, but Shah Khan did a movie in, 1995, uh, which is the longest running movie in the theater of all time in on any continent in for any the second or first or I thought of uh, all Gone time. With like Gone with the Wind was in theaters for like twenty something years, but this this oh, that movie beat it. Yeah, it wow. it was, but but it was kind of like a cheat. Like it ran in one theater in New York for. Oh, right. Well, so it was in a heavy metropolitan era where there was there was no shortage of people like, hey, let's go see Gone with the Wind tonight. Like there might be one or two people in the theater. Yeah. Right. And the weekends, more people, obviously. But anyway, and I think The Wizard of Oz ran for like 10 years. And, you know, that was not in, in the age before TV. That was not abnormal. Well, but, that was in color. So that's a. Right. Right. What is it, that? Like, in what, color. It was color films of like. 20 years, like That's 20, right. 30 years or something? Well, yeah. Uh, well, 20 years because The Gone with the Wind and, and Wizard of Oz came out and, and, and uh, Snow White. Snow, no. They all came out in the same year, 1939. But but oh, yeah. color film was so rare back then. It was, well, yeah, because that's why you wouldn't go see it. Right. 
It was Other like maybe story, <laughs> maybe like five movies that year were released in color, right? Yeah, and, so that, and and that's part of why it's probably right. like that. But. And Hollywood, in the 40s, Hollywood was cranking out like 450 movies a year. So it was super, you're talking yeah. less than 1% were in color. But anyway, so, but uh, Shaw Khan's film with FDLP or DDLP, or you know, it's initials like RRR. You know, I can't remember the name of it. I'm sorry. You can look it up. You just Google, like, what is the longest-running Bollywood movie. film of all time, and it'll show it to you. But it only stopped running because of the pandemic. Because of the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. You're right. So the minute the pandemic was open and the theaters opened again, exactly. they started playing again. Uh, we forgot to mention the the magic bullet that uh, missed all vital arteries. Yeah. <laughs> Just a I mean, flesh wound. Just but a flesh wound. <laughs> Which it's another Mission Impossible joke because that's in and, uh, yeah. And then we uh, Rogue Nation. And then we uh, have the a change in plot. Uh, now it's a now it's a heist movie. I remember when you went to the bathroom when we saw this the first time. I had to explain to you we're doing a heist movie now. It's not like an action movie anymore. So we got to find the Rock Beach. Where is it? Russia. And we still didn't know what it was. Yeah, we, yeah, we still didn't know what it was, and we didn't care. Christopher McQuarrie did a great interview on the Empire podcast in which he said, when you're making a film like this, none of that matters. You know, nobody, nobody cares. Ultimately, ultimately to me, like if it's enjoyable and I'm really enjoying myself, it really doesn't matter what's going on. And this is this, this is my favorite movie of all time. (laughs) And it has been the second I left the theater after the, I didn't want to admit it, but this is my favorite movie. Well, I remember like a month later I was doing my birthday screening and I had already decided on Scott Pilgrim, but there was this pause where for about a week we were like really, really considering. I wanted, I wanted Patan dude. Like, should we dump Scott Pilgrim and play Patan? Like we must, we must seriously think about this, but I didn't want uh, I didn't want to force everyone who chose to come to my birthday to sit in the theater for two hours and 45 minutes, but I don't, I'm thinking about doing it next year. <laughs> oh, you, you, you better do I was, I was thinking about doing that or, uh, uh, Lola rent. I don't need to know what that movie is, but you've seen, you've seen it run Lola run Lola rent. Oh, Lola yeah. no, no. Yeah. yeah, I have seen that. Um, it's 86 minutes. It's a powerhouse performance. Come on, man. Patan, Franca. All the way. Patan. You Patan's could watch, me right you could now. watch Lola rent three times. Yeah. <laughs> Patan's <laughs> promised me right now that you'll, that we're going to watch Patan the next, next year at your birthday screening because I, I need to see that. Patan's, Patan's whenever my friend like dies in a, in a game and he's like, get that guy. I'll say Patan's promise. (laughs) And and this is mission impossible. Yeah. I got to get this vault 75 floors up and then only two ways of getting, Oh yeah. Here comes the, the montage of explaining how to get it. it. You can't break it. But how do we, we can do it. There's a, there's a great film that's similar to this with uh, Ryan O'Neill and Omar Sharif called green ice. Really? Omar yeah. There's a, there's a safe that's on the 30th floor or something, and they've got to get into it. It's really good. I'll watch almost anything with Omar Sharif. Omar Sharif is a master. <laughs> he popped up in Top Secret. Oh, that was like, Omar Sharif is in this? <laughs> After like the goofiest jokes. <laughs> and, and, and for years, I was thinking, how can he do this? Because he's a Muslim. But of course, I found out later he wasn't. He's a Christian from Egypt. So. Oh. Yeah. So Uncle Gregor is here. So we're in Moscow now. Yeah. Right. Uh, cue the, the comically perverted old Russian. So here comes one of my favorite lines, the sugar-free yogurt line. Yeah, there is the stereotypical, like, the 
the drunk Russian who comes Sergei, Sergei. He's just staying away from the vodka. <laughs> so, and of course, I, like I don't, I don't know what's going to happen to all of these uh, uh, Russian trope characters. Like there was one in Mission Impossible. Uh, was it? Was it? Wasn't Rogue Nation? It was the one before that. Ghost Protocol. Uh, Ghost Protocol. Yeah, there's. He was the guy oh, that yeah, he broke out of Bogdan. He Bogdan. broke him out of uh, jail. Yeah. Right. But I don't know what's going to happen to those characters now that after uh, the invasion of Ukraine, like not too many people. Like maybe we should stop showing Russians in, in yeah, it's, really it's, comedic it's, lights. It's like you said. It's kind of like the whole. Uh, Russian character with a sympathetic backstory or the goofy Russian that's kind of gone now. Right. So. Like the bad guy in um, um, Running Scared with Paul Walker. Oh, my God. Right, which that actor is actually oh checked. Oh, my God. This Paisley shirt. Yeah, and this absolute pervert of a... Oh, I know. Oh, my looks, God. I mean, this is must must be what Trump looks like when he goes down to the bar in Trump Tower and starts hitting oh on women. Just looking. This guy is just teeing it up. Oh my and of yeah. course, she looks amazing again. In the, yeah, the outfits in this, the plunging neckline dress, and the the earrings that are almost touching Absolutely the clavicle. Fantastic. Just the wardrobe. Just Look at these glasses on the right stacked upside down. Oh, that's so oh, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sergey, <laughs> Dimitri, you gotta. <laughs> Dimitri. I saw this one joke. It was like. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. It was this one joke. It was like I think this comedian said it. He was like, "I went to Russia this one time. And these two guys they introduced themselves. It was like, my name is Igor and this is Igor, and it was something like that. One of the three names you get in Russia: Igor, Dmitri, or Sergey. Vladimir. Vladimir. <laughs> that used to be a big one. You're looking like a bomb. Oh wait, Patan feels something, and it's oh, it's like her leg. His his reactions to like stuff is just great. Ooh. Have a blast! <laughs> <laughs> it's just really, and you're thinking, what is actually happening? And he pulls off the oh, the handprint, like oh, this is fast five again. It's so, like Gal Gadot with the handprint. Exactly, the, fast five. I mean, exactly. very well done, very well executed. Yeah. And then this scene, this is this is a great one. Like, how did he get up there? Did he free climb like the building? Like, where, no harness? No, he did it like uh, Tulur did in uh, Ocean's Tulur. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he played. Uh, I mean, if you can't that do that, I mean, played, come on. He played that Russian rap song, Russian the French rap song, and he did that amazing dance. Yeah, Tulur. <laughs> the one that mom has is a ringtone on her phone. <sighs> That song is utterly ridiculous. It's so good. Oh, he's gone. We need two ace pilots. That's Peter the Great, by the way. Oh. He's looking west. Like, what is she wearing? It's sort of like, what is going yeah, on? This is Russia, right? Isn't, yeah, I think you can get away with that in Russia. I mean, it is a conservative no, I mean, society. Like, I'm telling you, like, isn't it cold? Like, oh, just saying. Once yeah. again, the fit just outrageous. Like, what? Where do you get this? Like a bomber? Isn't it like a bomber jacket or some of some type? Hey, look and fly. <laughs> 
the painting of the uh, the painting of Saint Basil's Cathedral on the brick and behind the singers. I like the the lines. I have a malfunction. It's like some of the worst like foreign language like speaking ever. Oh, this scene's great. Twenty thousand. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to ruin the ruin the joke. Of course, this is not outside the norm. Um, India has a close relationship with uh, the Russian Federation and, and the Soviet Union before them. It was always that way. Rubles. Rubles, yeah. <laughs> I meant rubles, not not boobles. Wait, did he, did, wait, did he like have his shirt on and then lift it up right. to go into shot? <laughs> 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 And then he's putting his shirt on again. Like what? Shirt, the didn't she, shirt this but he but he took but the t shirt off. He took the shirt off. And so then she's taking her t shirt off. Baton, change my bandages. Right. This Check is- this out. You wanna you wanna deal with my scar? And he's wearing this very traditional shirt. That's a great shirt. I love that shirt. It is. Great fashion in this film. Great fashion. Mm-hmm. Oh, is the oh oh okay, okay. This whole movie is just me remembering what comes next and then just like, I can't wait for the next scene. This is one of the only movies I've ever like watched that I'm like, after I finish watching it, it's like two days before I'm like, oh, dude, I want to watch it again. I want to watch Bataan like every other day because this movie is just, I love this movie so much. I want this on 4K Blu-ray, man. (laughs) I have this like repeating nonstop in my room. It's just in the background. It's like. No, here's the great. Yes, yes. So, are you a Muslim? And of course, she would be if she's from Pakistan. So, he's like, "Well, I actually don't know because I was, I was abandoned, abandoned of a cinema in front of a cinema." <laughs> this like Bruce Wayne type of story. Yes, yeah, and I was in an orphanage like James Bond. It was like and then a remand home. I'm surprised they didn't drop like some like old cinema film in the. Th- I was abandoned outside of a cinema when they were playing The Bicycle Thief. <laughs> or, you know, something like that. I wanted to be a good son of India. <laughs> Repay my country. Yeah. So I enlisted. And then, uh, what is this, like, flashback within the flashback? Right, yeah. So he joins the Indian Army, which I totally get, which, you know, India had actually, they had conscription, like we peacetime conscription, like we did for decades. So everybody served. What film was playing at the cinema? And yeah, then, I don't think that he knows, no, right? Yeah, he doesn't know because he was, he was a bandit outside of it. So, top tier backstory, S tier backstory. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so the abrogation of uh, we're going to go to the village now. Is he going to tell the story from the village? Could go, go. go. Like, like can we the get Could go on. Right, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. two thousand two. So it's in Afghanistan on a joint mission with the U.S. Army. Cue the U.S. soldier with the comically stupid mustache. Right. USA military base, Afghanistan, which I'm guessing is kind of hard. This dude with the beard, this like yeah, obviously worst, fake worst, beard. The worst prosthetic beard. <laughs> which if you look at the Taliban, they, they kind of look like that. So it's this obviously this Muslim village. And then he is in the, the Indian army trying to clear out this village and get everyone to safety. And he was not raised with religion, so he doesn't know what religion his parents are, what he is. And then he figures out, oh, it's this dude's phone. We don't know why. He figures it out. We don't know how. And it doesn't matter. All we know is that he's got to get rid of the phone or this this village is going to get destroyed. No, they do that for their phone tracking. I think they just like 
was like, oh. But how did he know it was his phone? Well, he had a picture of the guy. Oh, the okay, okay. Why is he on the ground when the missile's going to drop? You know what I mean? That's the ultimate. I, see, I was in a coma for a month. The village was taking care of me while I was out. And there is, by the way, there's this old this old tradition in Afghanistan where even if you are the, the enemy of somebody, if you ask for a sanctuary, um, they have to, by by the law of their tribe, take you in and oh, nurse like you back to health. And, uh, it's even better than parlay. They have to take care of you. They have to nurse you back to health, and they have to uh, get you back on your way. No muscle mass loss during the month coma, got to say. They were, they were bench pressing for him. Well, I, they they did a very good job with the skull cap, keeping his uh, his gloriously his lovely uh, flowing his, locks. That's yeah. right. I am now a member of the village patrol. Every year, without fail, <laughs> I, I try, try to celebrate Eid. with everyone in that village. My Paton family. And if anybody has an opportunity to go to an Eid festival, I, I totally recommend it. I, I went to a couple when I was younger, and it was it was wonderful. I should say, by the way, that uh, I've I've been to several Muslim countries, and I've been to mosques, and it's I've never had a problem going into a mosque. I've always been invited in. Uh, I've left my shoes outside, and thinking the first couple of times I did it, well, that's the last time I'll see those shoes. I'm walking really? home yeah. like yeah. barefoot. Never. No one ever touches the yeah. shoes. No one ever tried to convert me. Nobody had you know deep conversations with. Hey, you know, have you ever thought about uh, you know uh, joining uh, the Muslim Brotherhood? Nope. Never had anything like that. Yeah, like the, you would in a church. Religion is very, Let me very tell you about. Yeah, yeah, always, always. Uh, anywhere that I went, where there's Morocco or. Or Egypt, or, or, or the kingdom, always fantastic. So we're back in Moscow. So, that, so that village where we celebrate Eid every year that's gone, but it's going to come up again. We're going to see it again, which is perfect. Oh, amazing glasses! Yeah, the Russian just. Oh my god. Dimitri. Everyone feels disgusting. Watch this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the the girl they hired, the boobles. Yeah, the boobles girl. Swipe. Boom. Yep. <laughs> Again, that's like Linus out of ocean. Yeah, it's just. Then here's a high sequence. Uh, we got ten minutes. The alarm will trip, and there's no turning back. Once you open the safe. So the the last line of security is a pressure plate instead of the actual safe, just <laughs> like Indiana Jones. Just yeah, yeah. Could could you not swap it for something? Like could you like put something on top? Get who knows? Who knows? Sand. They get a bag of sand, and then they have ten minutes, but they got time to change into their right. their their gear. Right, and this is right out of uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, right. And of course, that just came out of a James Bond film. That was the end of uh, Thunderball, wasn't it? Uh, when the plane came yeah. and picked them up out of the. I believe so. I believe that's Thunderball. Isn't like the end when they're in the in the raft. Or they're like, in a life raft. It's like the fifth Bond movie to like end in the ocean on a raft. Right. <laughs> and Roger Moore did it after that too. Yeah, Live and Let Die. Yeah. And well, Moonraker. I think the the Spy Loved Me and Moonraker. Yeah. Yes. And a, a view to a kill? No, that was in the shower. The, yeah, the, that movie was stupid. 
So not not too sure these planes are so, real. Okay. <laughs> not, not only that, okay. So how are they coming from the same direction? If the buildings they they were in to get that briefcase were across the city, weren't they sixteen kilometers in each direction? Yeah. So they met up and they start flying directly towards it. But that's not the craziest thing about this. No. <laughs> Let's just up it a bit. Sergey, like, hand me another beer, and <laughs> drops the knife. I have a malfunction, you know. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? <laughs> and then another Fast and Furious style moment here, when I when I again started freaking out in the theater when this happened. <laughs> yeah, because drop it's the free one. F- free drops and then <laughs> grabs it barehanded, swings it around. <laughs> I've got you. <laughs> Patan has you. Patan's promise. Get ready. And this kind of reminded, when they landed on the roof here, this reminded me of uh, Who Am I? The Jackie Chan movie. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how they, they land on a uh, slanted roof and they slide down. Flying down, yeah. I think that was 1999. That, that movie's end fight was wild. And Who Am I? Yeah. Yeah, on the rooftop. That was really good. Patan made, by the way, $130 million. Dollars, not uh, rupees. <laughs> no, not, not rupees, dollars. dollars. And I, I, could not, I could not believe that Patan made that much money and nobody in America who, I should say, no white people, yeah. heard of this film. Um, I checked The Hollywood Reporter. I checked Variety. Yeah, like – I looked up reviews on YouTube and all of them were like in Hindi or Punjabi. I was like, I don't understand it. I want to watch reviews on this movie, but like no white people have ever heard of this. It it was, it was shocking how, how few people had, had heard about it and how, how the media seemed to be ignoring it for as good as it is. Yeah. And then they, and then RR came around. Yeah. RRR came out. I was like talked about. It was like, you guys, guys, what about my movie? Yeah, what about Baton? And RRR was good. Yeah, that was that was still very, very similar vein. Well, actually, I don't probably all action movies. It was, it was a it was a period piece. It was still an action movie. It was very enjoyable. That it, dance sequence. Dance sequence oh, was amazing. That, didn't that like win best original song or something? It did for the Oscars. It did. Yeah. That was an amazing, amazing dance sequence. Just a month ago. And yeah. that 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 montage about friendship. Oh my god. That was amazing. Anyway, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're, we found Rock Beach, and, Rock then Beach. and he's trying to come out, and here comes the Indiana Jones moment. Oh, I threw you with the idea, yeah. I threw you the whip, and then she's the gonna phrase, burn it. And he just looks at her, just watching <laughs> her do it. it. <laughs> and then this is another one of those shots that I like sequences that I absolutely love is him realizing in his mind this part. Oh, no, and he goes back, and it's like it's impossible to open that vault. It is impossible check. for Patan. And so he starts putting all the pieces together well, in his head. Yeah. You mean checkmate? <laughs> Once again, another great speech by the goat himself, John Abraham. John Abraham's got that uh, that bedhead hair, like even like Joel McHale in Community. Like it's supposed to look roughed up, but it just looks know. great. <laughs> looks fantastic. Checkmate. the The pink polo shirt is also. I like, love it. You know. Yeah. Fade to black and white. And then 
and then this this amazing like this also encapsulates the movie. Oh, this is S tier fall. <laughs> yeah. Again, so, sort and of then like that great music cue, dun 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 dun, and like builds up, and then and then in the and then when that hits, and then the final shot of him. And then when we saw this in the theater, this is when the intermission was. Right, right, and right. And we were like, no. No, we don't stop. want an intermission. <laughs> oh, okay, I got to go to the bathroom. You go to the bathroom. Right, yeah, I'll, you, you, I'll you talk about uh, the abrogation of Article 370. Present day. Uh, present day. So did the Russians uh, arrest Patan? Yes, and they tortured him badly, which that that's of no surprise to anybody. There's a torture scene, and they show this black prison, which the exterior of the black prison actually is uh, Alcatraz, which you and I have been to before. And he's he's offering up his uh, fingernails here to be torn out, which again is a uh, is from another uh, film, um, Syriana, with uh, George Clooney. This is the scene that was not this torture scene. I don't think was in the original film. Must be added. The the intermission was, was I think, 15 minutes long. So uh, we didn't actually want to sit through the intermission. Um, I don't think that we went anywhere. We just And the intermission had a, had a clock on the screen that counted down 15 minutes. And we stayed there. We did not move. We didn't want to go anywhere. We just wanted to keep watching the movie. And even now, like if this is a, a, a two-hour, 39-minute uh, movie or something, and we're only an hour and 12 minutes into podcast let me check yeah we only have well there's an hour and 17 minutes to go so we're we're almost halfway through article 370 as i understand it and i am not a historian on on Indian history or subcontinent history, but this is this is what I understand. Okay, uh, the British Raj uh, recognized um, states inside India, and a lot of them, you know, they had they had princes and maharajas and people like that that were running all these different states. So they Delhi passed a constitution for all of India, and they told all of the states to elect their own legislatures, and then those legislatures could pass their own constitutions and if you didn't do that then the Indian constitution would stand in for that state constitution so a lot of these maharajas and princes they started you know resigning and kind of like you know there's lots of lots of counts and countesses who still live in Italy right there's you know, I'm I'm the Marquis of whatever of France, but you know, France is a republic. Nobody nobody really recognizes that. There was a prince in, in Germany who tried to tried to throw a coup in in West Germany about I don't know uh, last year. I think it was six months ago. Anyway, so Article 370 is the article that's kind of like the Fifth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, which is. Uh, any laws uh, not reserved to the federal government is reserved to the states. Mm-hmm. So Kashmir uh, used uh, Article 370 to maintain its own autonomy. And Kashmir is still like 70% Muslim, even to this day. So there you have a state in India, which is 70% Muslim, doesn't really want to be a part of India. It would rather be part of Pakistan. But part of the deal in partition was that land went to India. 
So India recognized Article 370. Oh, I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt. Raza's coming. the best action, action sequences. Yeah. Sequence. Oh, and this is all one shot too, yeah, right? This is John Wick style. And we should have started oh. counting the contacts. We can start here. Two, three, four, no, five. In, oh, my God. Right. And he turns around. Six, oh. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, <laughs> twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. This is John Wick. Sixteen. Yeah, this. Seventeen. Eighteen. Nineteen. Twenty. Twenty-one. Twenty-two. That could have been a cut. 23, well, no, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. That was a cut. That was that the was, first cut, though. Yeah. But John Wick really changed the action genre when it comes to uh, how you film it. Because before that, or even a little bit after the first John Wick movie, there, there was use of shaky cam. And that is some of the most annoying shit of all time. It's god-awful. And you should only use it whenever... It's like a war scene, you know what I mean? Like Saving Private Ryan, because that's actually used for it. But when you use in action movies, they're just hiding the fact that you can't, that the actors themselves or like the stunts aren't up to par and they haven't practiced them. But when John Wick came out, it's like people don't have, people don't have the same tolerance anymore because like if Keanu Reeves in his in 50s can do this stuff, then why can't these people half his right. age do the same thing? Charlie Cox, then, for example. Yeah. It would Daredevil too, so Oh that's right. But this is Salman Khan plays Tiger. Another great performance. A huge action star. His filmography on IMDB is amazing. He he has one hundred and thirty one uh, credits. Including one movie called Godfather. He does. He does a lot of TV too. Oh, did you see earlier in the previous scene, the action scene? Um, not action scene, the torture scene. You saw like a scene of that was new. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they pulled out the fingernails, yeah, was, and that's. I said that was straight out of Syriana with uh, George Clooney. Now this um, whole like prison break sequence. This is like actually not really out of a movie. This is out of uh, Uncharted Two, the the game. Really? Yeah, there's a whole. Uh, train sequence so takes place on a train yeah it's a whole whole sequence so whenever i see a train sequence it's like it's taken from uncharted 2 but i just i just love this i love how they're storing uh, ordnance right next to a prison transport yeah that's got to be one of the best decisions like out of all the train cars and again, this this takes a lot from uh, Winter Soldier. Takes a lot from all, every movie, but once again, it's just done well. The first Captain America. Oh, that too. Yeah. Once again, taken from Uncharted Two. And there is a, a cultural motif with the uh, scarf that I'm not familiar with. Oh, I love this this scene. I should really stop saying that. I'm going to say that the whole movie. That's all right. If you ever listen to the uh, commentary on Ocean's Eleven, it's Brad Pitt, here Andy comes- Garcia, and Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, yeah, the twist. <laughs> and then here comes the, the foot in the face. Anyway, it's, it's their three, and they're, uh, they're doing the commentary, and there's like long stretches of silence because they're all just watching the movie. They love it so much. 
No, this is teamwork. So Patan can keep his uh, mission accomplished. It's a, that's straight up a Tom Cruise send-off there. You really said mission accomplished? Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. I'm Patan. Peck and paw slow-mo. And this kind of reminds me, is it Rambo? And how many movies where the train just gets into the tunnel just in time? Tons of them. Oh, it's like every movie featuring a train. I think there's one in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. A train? No, there's not a train in... I think so. No, you're thinking about the... Oh, there's a car. They're in a car and they drive through. Yeah. Goes through. That's right. Ooh, boom. (laughs) And I don't know how uh, controversial some of these things are in Indian culture. I mean, these are supposedly, these are like Russians that they're killing. It's a Russian prison. Yeah, it's a Russian prison. Russia, of course, is an ally of India. But then, of course, uh, Patan uh, theoretically is a is no, he's an is, Indian, he's uh, an Indian Hindu, and he's uh, in love with a a Pakistani Muslim agent, right? This is a spy love me plot, exactly. This is exactly what it is: Indian agent and a Pakistani agent fall in love. I love this part. This is just completely. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Jumping in the air, killing the guys with body armor on. Yeah, the only thing that tops this is that shot in uh, RRR with Ray Stevenson in the car that gets into the accident, and then he's thrown from the car, and then he uh, he gets a rifle in midair uh, and then was, shoots the rifle. Oh, my God. And, that was... And then there's that an explosion. That was something else. The two Gatling guns. This is just classic. Then you could say that's out of Predator. I guess every scene where someone grabs a... Salman Khan just looks amazing. Just amazing. Oh, no, not the bridge. Again, the bridge is not... The CGI is just not that good. The back screen is not that good. It's it's not that bad. (laughs) You're just running up the train. Yeah, this is like... This is Uncharted 2, like Toy Story 3. Like, this is just peak action. And then it, they make a jump that looks like it's way too far. Like, look at this. And it is. It is. <laughs> <way too laughs> like, far. they shouldn't make this. There's no way. Dude, that's the power of Baton. He can do anything. Well, and to anyone who who'd seen this and had come to me and said it, it was just it was just unbelievable. Like, well, what are you talking about? Like, for instance, when they jumped <laughs> off the train to the bridge, that just looked unbelievable. But the reality is, there's tons of Hollywood movies that do exactly the same thing. No, yeah, and, and yeah. it's really showing a bias when you say, "Well, Patton does this." Well, yeah, but there's lots of other Fast movies. Mysterious do. does this, and. Uh, John Wick falls out of a six-story building and can walk. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's just kind of like it's like you said, it's a double standard. Like why are you picking on this movie for doing the same shit that don't, other movie do? Don't pick on Baton. Yeah. 
Now, finally, we're at present day. This is present after an hour and 20 minutes of back. <laughs> this is we finally caught I mean, up. Remember when we were in the theaters like, oh, right. We had this was a flashback. So and then we had to try and remember when the flashback started. So the only reason why Patan is coming out of retirement is for Ratch Beach. Yep. That's, so leave me alone until Ratch Beach comes back. The time of Patan's exile is over. And so, so here we have, like, this isn't a lair per se. This is like a safe house, but I don't know. <laughs> where the fuck is this? <laughs> is this in the Hindu Kush? Like, where? This is in the Himalayas or someplace. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, and there's that dude with the awesome hair that was in the beginning. He's the, on the floor. The, the, isn't it like the purpose of a safe house to be conspicuous? Like the one house in like a hundred miles of the of this? It's just... But whatever, who cares? Why isn't this dude in the windbreaker freaking out? And of course, like the third time I saw this, I thought, well, he's the dude in the chair. Oh, like, yeah, like in Spider Man, the yeah. guy in the chair. I want to be the guy in the chair. I guess. So here she's giving him. Yeah, here's the here's the classic. Uh, don't worry. I know you're in prison. I was my plan to, you know, that type stuff. Tiger's on the way, which makes sense because I was actually kind of thinking the first time I saw this, like, why is he not surprised that Tiger shows up? Yeah. He's not surprised at all. And that's why, because he knew the Tiger was on the way. Yeah, homie's always got your back. Sortie. In Paris. Paris. He instantly knows it's Paris. Yeah. How do you know it's Paris? Because it's the exit sign that says sortie, right? Yeah, but that could be Quebec. That could be Montreal. That could be... No, it's Paris. It's Paris. Could be Marseille. Can we get the... I I forgot. Is there the the Paris shot to t- let you know it's France. Oh my God. What movie did we see recently? The Tower, we just started laughing. We just that, like every time. Like, every time. Only Paris though. It's like and they give you a title marker is like Paris and you see the Eiffel Tower. We always in the theater we're like, hey, is it Paris? <laughs> Here it is. Not so. <laughs> Paris, Paris. France. Is this hey, Paris? Wait, is this Paris? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell by the gigantic Eiffel Tower in the center of the shot. Dude, I thought it was Las Vegas, personally. <laughs> it could have been. They've got a tower. But, I mean, talk about a real homie, though. Like, Tiger went out of his way to break him out of prison. Like, everyone's got to have a dude like that on your back. Like. I'm sure it was close to their border. <laughs> And this, I do have to say, like, I don't know where they shot this. I mean, there might be, you know, there's a, there's a neighborhood in Shanghai that the Germans built. It's called the Bund. And so anytime that they want to shoot anything that looks kind of European in China, they go down to the Bund and they shoot it. It's entirely possible that they could, they could have some, some place in Delhi that kind of, or in Mumbai that looks kind of like this. The fit. The fit is amazing. Thank you, Raza. Raza here looks actually looks a lot like Orson Welles before his before he grayed yeah, out. I didn't even think it's just of that. huge with, like, with yeah, the hat, and amazing the, beard. Yeah, the magician alone. Glock. 
Glock, that enormous watch that he has. That bandana is just amazing. Yeah, lots of, again, like lots of green in the background. You called me here of your own accord. So, of course, she got on the subway and was spotted by the the cameras on purpose purpose to make sure Patan found her. SIM card here, money transfer there. (laughs) Patan in the flesh comes to show up. It's just magic. Rocked Beach. Rocked Beach. By the way, there's there's only like an hour to go. This is one of the (laughs) fastest movies, too. It was crazy. Like, the first time we watched it, it was... We didn't want it to be over first. Yeah, it was so tragic. Like we were in the theater, like, dude, there's not another like thirty minutes. Like, come on. Every hotel room in Paris, of course, has yeah, a window has, that overlooks yeah. the tower. Whenever you want to lie low, you always have to get the the hotel with the best view of the of the tower. She's got the mom jeans on to hide the navel. Yeah, and the, I love I love this scene because she's like, but done. I'm a soldier, and like, like you look at her, the shirt she's wearing, and the collars like popped. <laughs> like look 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 is it a popped collar yeah it is she's wearing look oh it is yeah. <laughs> where did she get that so, so the amazing thing is the shirt doesn't have a bottom yeah it doesn't it's just it's basically a crop top it's, with sleeves it's a daisy duke with, <laughs> without the tie-offs and it's got a popped collar that's amazing yeah and i think you brought this up when we saw it like I don't know, the last time, like the fifth time I saw it, you brought this up and was like, she grew a conscious now? <laughs> right, like, she, she just, was involved in she, stealing Rock the Beach, and then she was knows that this guy is a head of a terror, a private terror group, and then what did she think she was going to, like, was going to happen? But, but once again, who cares? Okay, here's where they, here's here's when, where they drop. This is when we found out yeah. about Colonel uh, Kadir. Kadir, yeah. Not Colonel, uh, General Kadir. And and she's very – so this I like very much, which is, look, Pakistan is not doing this. This asshole general is going rogue, which is entirely believable because that's the basis of Dr. Strangelove. Mm. You got Jack D. Ripper going off on his own, sealing off the base. And trying fighting to, in the war room. Right. He's trying to uh, start a war and get away with murder, literally. How can Pakistan save itself? Because he's changed the virus's DNA. Smallpox. I thought that was eradicated in 1980. And then I, th- I thought it was like the second time we saw this. You were like, what do you mean? It just kills in a few hours. It kills one city at a time? Well, doesn't the what do you mean? Like can't spread. <laughs> I remember you, and then we started giggling in the. It theater. didn't make too much sense to me, but Killed I mean, one city. But I, I, I do remember. I mean, it was years ago, but you know, th- there was an Ebola outbreak in Africa, and everybody got really upset about it. It was a couple of decades ago, and it it killed off a lot of people in this village. And then the the WHO had to go over and take a look at it and everything. And basically, what they found out was that the virus worked so fast that you you couldn't. You couldn't go very far. As it happens, even even more recently, like seven or ten years ago, there was this person that, that caught Ebola and then caught a plane to Dallas. And they found out about the outbreak before the plane landed, I believe. And so they had to track this person down to their home and then put them into the hospital. And some other people got infected. And I believe that this person in the hospital died. Damn. But basically, it, it, 
it worked so fast, like within within 36 hours or 48 hours, you were dead after contact, that if you can localize it, if you can put up some barriers and restrict travel then or, and isolate the patient, then the virus is not going to go anywhere. It's just, it just doesn't have time to spread to anybody. But like she was saying about COVID-19, you know, you've got like an incubation period and, and a time in which you're infectious for weeks. Like when you're in contact with all kinds of shit, all kinds of people. I love, I love have to say new Delhi looks oh, fantastic. But um, this is a new scene, by the way, this is, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've seen this. Yeah, you haven't. This is a uh, new. He, so he was walking scene. into Joker and they're all yeah, looking this at is him. after the, uh, no, yeah, you, you just said, He's back. The man in the chair is there. If we survive, we'll hug then. Now everybody back to work. Amazing hair. Take a shot every time he has amazing hair. You'll have alcohol poisoning. Okay, so here's, yes, so this is where it picks back up. So I saw this scene, which is they're going to jump into parachutes into this, the medical facility. And that kind of reminded no, no. me of that amazing shot from uh, Fallout, Mission Impossible no, Fallout. You're right, you're right, but the, you didn't. This scene was also added. Like you didn't see this scene. Like, this no, I, I think I, re- I remember the schematic of them jumping in the. Well, remember you walked in, like when I was watching it again. Oh yeah. So this wasn't in the. This is also an. It's not in the, the theater. Ex- yeah, in addition to the extended cut, because I had, the first time we didn't see that jacket. She told him to cut his hair. Shampoo. Okay, so Evil Lair Two. This is like Peace Gloria out of uh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Peace Gloria. Yeah, this is a Blofeld's lair, and George Lazenby's just chilling in the corner. Right. Uh, in, here in we his go. Kilt. Jim walks in. Turtleneck. Oh blue yeah! Jeans. Like, tell me you're a villain without telling me you're a villain. Just put a turtleneck <laughs> in him, and like he's. Then you know he's like a villain. He's got the Tony Stark sunglasses. Yeah, barf. Oh, this is another great line. Who says love is only at first sight? Don't drown in them. I know the difference between water and lava. Is that what he says? Mm-hmm. Why don't you drown in them? There's also like a... There's an Indian aesthetic with uh, the female actors, with the eyebrows, and you see them sometimes. They dip the forehead, and they they look up. I've seen a lot of Indian movies. This it's a pattern that they stick to. I hate her outfit, by the way. It's the first it's the first outfit I've seen in a You're movie where I thought outfit, dude. that's perfect skiing. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I've seen Spectre. That outfit is not Inspector. <laughs> is Spectre good though? There you go. And is there something Freudian going on with these two balls? Hey, yo! <laughs> you gonna ponder the orb real quick? Yeah, and this is this is like the skull in my hand. No, this is I a, knew him, Horatio. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, or it's like a Spider-Man Two, like the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. You know that type beat. But uh, also, I gotta give a quick shout out to a super futuristic labs. Got to be one of my favorite <laughs> things in the film. I, I love it. Just give me some more like transparent neon glass. I'll take more of those, please. 
it is a metaphor for the earth, of course. Yeah, Death Atlas. My country is wherever I happen to be. Another hard line. Yeah, it plays into the character's narcissism and apathy. I've seen this so many times. I could hear the subtitles in his voice. (laughs) My country left me out to dry. After the Vietnam War, of course, there were a lot of vets who thought that way, and that became very... You saw it in a lot of movies. Yeah, it's, that's another plot point that was present in those types of movies. <laughs> Here we this go awesome. with the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let me, like, halo jump all the way down and, like, only slow down when we get within, like, 50 feet. But we're not going to pull parachutes. We're going to... Yeah, no, we're going to do these goofy-ass things, and, like, God forbid they grip on the glass, and, like, you shatter it and... And break your body. And what is Super it like? Landing. <laughs> and what is it like to actually pull a gun while you're descending and actually aim and, and shoot stopping. and hit yeah, your can target? You, can you hit anything? Like give give the orb to the scientist. Great kick. Boom. Ooh. Is there a judo chop coming up? She just gave him one. <laughs> judo chop. Another Austin Powers reference. Oh, my God. Wasn't ready for that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I loved it. Don't shoot him. I mean, just like toss some C4 in there. Right. That only explodes as much as as like a firecracker. I love that. (laughs) I have the opportunity to kill you, but why would I do that? I'll put him in an easily escapable situation. What? What? And then all of a sudden he's here. Like he was in the firefight. Yeah, like the- how did he get like, is there an elevator or like, is there some stairs or like, and it was a hard cut too. Yeah, it was a hard cut. Like, it's not like they had another scene, of, like people shooting someone, but no, no, nah, he just apparates. Feel bad for Dr. Uh, Sahani. This guy is totally innocent. Yeah. Justice for Sahani. And Faruqi. Back. Like we didn't know. That's what the... Total rookie move. Yeah, rookie mistake. Call yourself an ISI agent. You do shit like that. (laughs) And then... (laughs) (laughs) The motorcycle out the ice cave. Yeah, when we were in the theater, I was like, this can't be the finale. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were thinking... This isn't... And then Cupidon... Luckily, there were two bikes in Evil Air. And what Bond movie is this? Is it Spectre? Uh, Spectre? No, there was another one with Roger Moore. I think it was View to a Kill. No, 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 no. That's uh, Spy Who Loved Me. No, uh, For Your Eyes Only. No, that was in uh, the Mediterranean. No, he went up a ski jump, and then there was a guy following him with a rifle, and then he went into the uh, toboggan. Are you sure this? I think it's for your eyes only, yeah. Because she was she was an ice skater, right? The one with the cliff? No, that's the one with the cliffs, like the the monastery on top of the huge cliff, right? Oh no, that you know you're right. They're trying to get the the 
the keyboard MacGuffin or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, the the toss it off the roof. Right. The the Enigma machine. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. That is, but you know, there's only so many biomes you can have, and 26 movies. You gotta you gotta repeat sometimes. So, <laughs> and I like how the uh, the Hummer Humvee had a cannon on the hood. Yeah. And then we're I, going across the ice, just like die another day. Yeah. But I gotta say, like, I'm not a huge fan. Whenever like movies get into like snow territory or tundra, I'm always like. uh I'm not really a huge fan of it, but this gets an exception for me. I've always liked uh, the desert biomes way more. Like, like I've always loved them way more. Like you, it's like The Exorcist. A lot of people don't like the beginning, like with the whole like desert. I'm in. I like the whole desert sequence in the Raiders. I like anything involved in the desert, like Lawrence of Arabia. I love that movie just because of deserts. So you like desert films? Oh, hell yeah. Peaked at top five desert films, Lawrence of Arabia, Raiders. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. That's got that little, that scene in Zhejiang. But that, but that, uh, that scene actually brings the, the film down. It slows it down. Oh, it does. Yeah, you're right. But once again, the only reason it's even slightly interesting is because of the desert. <laughs> Perfect ramp. <laughs> this, yes. Let's go. We're, we're going to pull one wheel to the side as yeah, we you always fly through the do air. That. You always got to do that. But got nothing on that Rogue Nation Tom Cruise motorcycle chase through. I love that, that chase. Was crazy. I love that chase. I think they have that uh, that synth uh, soundtrack. Dun, 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 dun. I think that happens right there. And luckily, the bullet didn't hit the fuel tank as it was shooting yeah. at Jim there. The movie might have to end if that were the case. Here we've got, oh, oh no, <laughs> I dropped Raj Beach, the one thing in your life you don't want to drop. You had one job, one job with ISI. Ice skates, bro, give her, give her a break. She only has so many things like she can master. Like she got a doctorate, She she's an ISI. I mean, come on, man, give her a break. So what is it going to be, Patan? Yeah, he's got to make a choice. Again. And then the awesome music that plays here, like the, oh, it was just amazing. This is like Skyfall, kind of. No, you're right. You're right. Because he shoots the ice and people fall. I mean, that is definitely Blofeld. This is layer. better than uh, any Bond movie. So we have so we have one more layer to go through. Yeah, and then we still got to get Rock Beach the other half. And I, I guess they're in in Italy because the <laughs> the uniforms say Polizia. There are mountains like this in Italy. Oh yeah, the Italian Alps. That sounds goofy. Don't they have deserts in Italy? In Italy? No, Sicily. Oh, Sicily's kind of arid and dry but the the alps separate uh italy from switzerland and france hmm. i'm thinking of spain spain has the deserts yes i wondered like did they what was his name before he got to the Patan village like what do they call him and then after he got to the Patan village 
Is that like his code name? Did he like, how did he choose that? You know what I mean? Like, did I wonder if it started off like as an office joke? It's like, ah, this guy was in the Patan village, ah, Patan. And it was just kind of like a baller name, so he just kept it. Yeah, is there a an interpretation of the name that means something? I like how he doesn't need a, a towel or anything, even though he was also a full body in the water and walked God knows how many miles back. Patan needs no towel. Oh, dude, he just... With his physique, he'll just like create the body he necessary to like warm up. Well, this is something that, that you and I can relate to because we used to go down to the Bow River in Calgary. Oh, shit, that shit was cool. And you know, if we had ever dropped, and I mean, people, oh my God, people died down yeah, there. That was freezing. Oh, this is another uh, deleted scene that uh, we didn't see. Yeah, this she's being interrogated. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember this yeah, at all. Kind of just straight to the waterboarding. They didn't even ask her any questions in the movie we saw. They just, they just oh yeah, they went right to their waterboard. Yeah, they, just, they waterboarded her. It was like, oh my god. All right, now I got. Yeah, after out. after uh, Iraq, there was a lot of man. Hollywood just ripped open the waterboarding scene. I think there's one in Jason Bourne. There's there's one in uh, Die Another Day. Any interrogation. There's one in every single spy or action movie regarding anything. There's one in Sicario. Oh, yeah, that one was brutal. Yeah. Keep Mel Gibson away from the waterboard table. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here comes the incoming Zoom call. (laughs) And again, like right when we figure out that we've been had is when Jim decides to call. You gotta figure out what's inside Rock Beach, and he's live streaming from his. Does this count as another layer? Like, where is this? Because it's not just a hangar. Is it just a hangar in the middle of a desert? <laughs> like, it wasn't he just like in the Arctic, or he was in the Alps, and now he's in the desert. Like, where, where is this place? Just, no, it's Afghanistan. But no, no, he has to get to Afghanistan. Right, right. So why is he in the desert? And I wonder, like, was it? A, like an active choice to put on him on every monitor because they said, put him through. Right. Yeah. Who's, who's controlling the switchboard. I just had a zoom call yesterday with like four or five people. I can't tell you what it was like to get that going, but, but in so movies, good. in movies, it just happens. So, so quickly. Yeah. Never mind the, the 4k quality of his, Samsung, I <laughs> Samsung. <laughs> yeah, he's got the most powerful Android that evil money can buy. Yeah, he's got that evil router in the in the evil hangar. And the virus apparently is affecting their suits. This is uh, Raj Beach is the strangest virus is, ever. Uh, it has well, it's airborne. It's acidic towards plastics. It it goes inside of your body through suits. And it's invisible. <laughs> a demo of Rock's Beach. So please show your dying moments on Instagram or Twitter. Like, peak Jim. Well, I think that's the second reference to Instagram because the general caddy brings it in the beginning when he's talking to the doctors about, yeah, you're not looking at Instagram pictures of girls. Yeah. It looks a very strange opening line to a film like this. Yeah. Not like. 
an action se- like an action torture yeah. sequence. Well, I think that's just in, in general. I think uh, you know we're we're in like the fifteenth or sixteenth year of like really heavy social media, and I think that just world cinema is is reflecting everyone's wariness and everyone's sort of um, um, you know kind of. I mean, they just often do it horribly. It just comes off so cringy and like dated as hell. And like sometimes, a lot of times, whenever you see that in film or TV, it's just like you can feel whoever wrote it was like the most out of touch person you've ever thought of. But here it's done well. And, and here, like, I'm really sad to see her go. I really I like, like this her. character. I was, she I was, was hoping then, I was hoping she would come back for Patan too. Dude, if there's a Patan too, I'm first one in the theater. I'm pre-ordering like exclusive, like advanced tickets, like. I'll be the first one to praise that movie. Just you and me in the in the first and second generation Indians sitting in the theater, loving Patan. And, and I did I did tell friends to go, and I did have um, a friend of mine that took her daughter and her son, and they went and saw Patan, and who said it was exactly the same? So like, yeah, it was a sold out theater, and we were the only three white people in the theater. This you can't describe this movie to anyone. You can't. It's, it's, it's much so like good. Describing Fury Road. It's like at first you like can't find the words and then you give up and then just say you got to see it. Because it's one of those rare films that that is an experience. Yeah, it's you know? this is Fury Road and the Patan. Those are movies that you experience. It's a really good double shot of uh Patan and Luker there. Yeah. All right, we're gonna- Shout out to these uh high-tech bombs. Yeah, and, and this is you know another one. I think it's out of uh, was it outbreak where they they drop a conventional weapon onto a laboratory to create a vacuum and destroy. Oh, the everything. one with uh, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, you don't need to do this. You don't need to do- Morgan Have Freeman, a hot. Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh my god, hallowed be thy name. Um, no, it wasn't Julia Roberts. It was someone older. Some some girl was in it that was half Duff, Dustin Hoffman's age. Yeah, Renee Russo. Was that it? Yeah, from Lethal Weapon Four. Oh yeah, yeah. Thor's mom. Mom of Thor. You were the gold now. You were that gold now, Patan, holding us all together. This is like tragic. Like man, I don't know what it is about Shaq Khan's just gaze. He's just got He's this got amazing gaze. He's got that unspoken. <laughs> Here's the uh, Kirk spot moment from yeah. the wrath of Khan. The ship. Is it okay? You saved us all. That was heartbreaking. Oh, the first time I saw it, I cried. That's a top five, like deaths in cinema. Yeah. Spock's death. Spock's death and two. Yeah. It was it was hard for a lot of people. That's a great movie. Jahind. Glory to India. It's and uh, Luker's got his hand like yeah, the like flat the British army. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I'd like they may be making a reference, like Luker is so old that that's how they used to salute when he was back Dude, in the army. King Khan's older than him. <laughs> and he looks like he's 25. I don't yeah. understand it. I didn't like when he was like, 
I thought John Abraham was older, but like, no, he's like King Kong's like fifteen years older than <laughs> Abraham, and he looks like thirty years younger. It's like shockingly young. I, I can't believe how young he looks. Yeah, I, uh, when, when we took it to see uh, Gareth to see this, I was like, "How old do you think he is?" He's like, "I don't know, like 20. Like, oh, well, you're about forty years too, like shy. But shout out to this guy for. Hitting the gym in the craziest ways. <laughs> Whatever he's doing is doing. I don't know if you saw the the thing on the Oscars just a couple of weeks ago when uh, Hugh Grant came out with Andy McDowell. They were in a movie together in the nineties called uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. It was a it was oh, a yeah. huge hit, huge hit. And Andy McDowell, like she had gray hair, but she looked exactly the same. <laughs> She's been acting since she was like seventeen or something, and Hugh Grant just looks old. He just he just does like he still looks like Hugh Grant. He just it's an older version of Hugh Grant, and, and of course his smart ass has to say something, and he's like, "Yes, this apparently is a commercial for moisturizer," because <laughs> she uses it and I don't. So so this was in the trailer, and this was in the, one of those moments when he checks his watch and it's starting. Now. Oh yeah, you've seen that. Yeah. Your time starts. Your time starts now. now. You have forty-eight hours <laughs> with that shit-eating grin. It's always forty-eight hours, and and when I saw this in the trailer, I just thought this this is gonna. I mean, this movie's like it's gonna be entertaining. It's gonna be entertaining, but, it's, but it's it looks gray. really corny. Like it's yeah. meant to be corny. That's what the trailer it's, gave off. It's not. It's not meant to be corny at all. I just meant to be fun. Shout out to his tattoos, by the way. Yeah, his compass tattoo. Not all of them. I think he's got great tattoos. Is it inappropriate to say? Cashmere. So here was the drop, the cashmere. And that's when I was like in the theater. Oh, that's what this is about. He's going to he's gonna drop this on, yeah, on a Indian city. It doesn't matter. He's gonna, he's, his plan is to drop it anyway. So he's just asking them something impossible. So. Yeah. So so they obligated India obligated Article 370. They did do it. Uh, it was it was a while ago. I don't remember how long ago it was. 2019, I think. They abrogated the article which meant basically like look, we're we are running Kashmir. Kashmir is no longer running itself. We are running Kashmir and it pissed off a lot of people. And they they haven't rescinded it, so it's still that way. So Jim taking it personally here, and of course, I think I think I described it to somebody like India would rather commit national suicide than let Kashmir ever go to Pakistan. I'm sure it's not true for everyone, but it's a very very touchy subject. I don't even think that was a live shot. I mean, that looked like CGI to me, like the exterior the shot of that building. building. Yeah. But it was a two-second shot, so this dude with his bowl-cut hair. Yeah, I feel bad for this guy. He's been in prison for, like, all of three days. And all, all that has been happening to him is just constant torture. You saw this poor dude lie on the floor in the Alps or whatever, just beat the shit. Next time we see him, he's hung up like Jesus, taking a beating. 
Well, the first time we see him, isn't he the guy who strapped on the rocket? Yeah, that's who we took. Yeah. So. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Oh, here's the waterboarding scene. So, yeah, it skips over that previous one. It goes right to here. My father was a journalist, and he asked too many questions. That's like every journalist ever in, right. in the Middle East. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and tie her shirt up <laughs> across the upper part of her belly just to have some skin on her stomach showing. And he's looking at them. Can't believe you tortured a woman. Very Guantanamo like tactics. So he's got to, Patan's got to save the world. Patan's promise. <laughs> I will watch this whole movie just for like the last dance sequence. The last dance sequence is really strong. And if the audience is going to think that I'm cutting this off when the credits roll, like I normally do, you're wrong. Yeah. You're absolutely wrong. We are going to wait until the camera stops shooting. That and everything fades to black. It's one of my favorite songs like ever is Jean-Michel on iTunes, buy it on iTunes. Here we go. Another another layer evil layer. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the top of a mountain in the middle of Afghanistan, most possibly Kandahar province. I love his fit. Oh, here's uh, General Kadir. Yeah. All bald, just so you know he has cancer. Yeah, and he looks a little thinner. Yeah, they got to make sure he has that uh, black eyeliner. Yeah. And then uh, Jim's got the pop collar on the yeah. jacket. <laughs> Make sure you stand with your hands. hands Missile state, unarmed yeah. in big bold letters. I love that. It's it's just like the Paris shot. It's armed, like big ass letters, as if you didn't know that. The, oh, here's the here's yeah. the attack. And, and then of the, course the money transfer, which was also in Who Am I, and in tons of other films of we're going to transfer that money. Oh, why are you the money? I love that. I love that in any movie. A strange virus is spreading in, a, in, a in this a, village in yeah, Afghanistan. Village in Afghanistan. Smallpox. Oh, that can't be. One of the orbs was destroyed, and then uh, Jim turns into literally Darth Vader here. Oh yeah, it's just like all the younglings must die. It's, it's a not just a popped collar. It's a leather popped collar. No, no, th- this part where he turns and like physically turns. Oh, yeah, that's right. He pulls him up by the neck. Yeah, I want you to search this whole ship and <laughs> commander tear this ship apart until <laughs> you found those, those plans. plans. Bring me the passengers. I want the life. <laughs> Live one handed. Huh? I do like uh, Jim's sort of uh, Joker type atmosphere. It's like, hey, if you think that I've got any sympathy for Pakistan, you're wrong. I am here to destroy the world, including you. I am the demon. <laughs> Rocked Beach. Rock Beach isn't what the third time Rock Beach has changed. I yeah. am. Ro- yeah. I am the Mandarin. <laughs> I, am, I am being metaphorical. I am the virus. Let's party in Islamabad. Islamabad, of course, the capital of Pakistan. 
shout out to this American PMC. Yeah. He looks familiar. I've seen him before. I'm not going to look him up now. Every other extra in every action movie. And this is an impressive set. Like, if you look in the background, it's like there is there is something on every inch of this place. Rocks. And, like, cool screens, like, showing you nothing. Here's this village. Mate. When we're dying, let's make sure we don't sit in the bed and let's just go out and play soccer. Right. <laughs> if you're sick of smallpox, be sure and get some sun. That'll burn off the blisters. Oh, here it is. Rock to Beach. Oh. Oh, no. It's oh, a no. fake. <laughs> no, just like the egg in Ocean's 13. 12. 12. To my home. Patan Village. <laughs> Patan Village. My Afghan my family. Afghan family. <laughs> Flashback. Where the Muslims took care of me like I was one of my own. And again, like the the colors. The colors are amazing. There we go. Got this missile in here. Then this really reminds me of True Lies. How they had the oh yeah, you know, and that was a takeoff of uh, that Thunderball. True Lies. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. True Lies is so awesome. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, who just won an Oscar, Best Supporting Actress for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. More air cannons in this cave. I remember, like, when this scene came on, I was like. Oh, this is cool. I I wonder where him and Jim are gonna like fight off. Are they gonna like get to the his like office or whatever? But I had no idea how batshit crazy this scene was going oh, to get in the theater, yeah. and I was I was just starstruck when it happened. Like I had never seen anything that ridiculous. And I was totally here for it. <laughs> and and they pulled it off. And they pulled it off. <laughs> and they made it like somehow more badass. Compa- the badass scale went off the charts and completely counteracted the cheesiness. Well, that's just it. Like it's, it should be cheesy. It should be corny. It should be campy. And I'm not saying that it's not, but... It, how the, fun how it is. F- it's so fun. The movie is so good. That it just doesn't matter. It's, it's so enjoyable. Like, how many times have you seen somebody cradle the dying friend in their arms? Yeah, and, he dies. And oh, like, no. Patan's Patan's promise. Closed his eyes. Closed his eyes with the hand and does that. And you've seen it a thousand times, but here, it's been But when King Kong does it. Mm. That that looked yeah. like a hard fall. Like the, I know they make the fours and hard falls. Yeah. John Wick has some hard falls. Oh my god. Oh, the hits in John Wick four were crazy. Shout out to Keanu Reeves and anything he does. Yeah, he's another like he's in his fifties too. Yeah. She shoots her in general. Oh no, she stabs him in the heart. Shout out to that dying face. Got to be one of the, that the goofiest. Cool. That was cool. And I saw this. Oh, no yeah, way. The, He's got the a jetpack. Jet I started freaking out in the theater. 
<laughs> so this is where I, I would, I mean, we know that these movies run long, but then I think afterwards we talked about, yeah, it's like Shakespeare. It's like they've got five acts instead of traditional Hollywood three act structure. Yeah. You just have two extra acts on it. Yeah, this one, they got, Bollywood movies got like four acts. So instead of five. So, where's so here, another, where's another jetpack? Jet There's another one right oh, there. Yeah. Thank God. And here's another like Fast and the Furious type of sequence. Sequence. Yeah. We don't even know if Patan's uh, done this before. Yeah, this is just how much does that weigh? Just <laughs> oh, I know. It just looks heavier than shit. It it looks like 400 pounds. It, dude, he could, bro. He could squat twice that. Like <laughs> he'll bench press 200 pounds. <laughs> And then the the scene where the the hero is just like falling down, like either it's in a helicopter, and they last second they come back up. Yeah. And you hear the motor. Great scene. Great scene. Oh my god. Completely ridiculous. And at the time we were like, "This is so awesome." We didn't care how ridiculous it was. And here's the the girl fight. What girl fight? What you mean? She KOs her. <laughs> Boom! Come back. That was hard. <laughs> oh yeah, through the valley, this and this is amazing. This is kind of like Top Gun. I mean, uh, better than Top Gun. Going though. through the like, can- come on. canyons. And then, of course, if you know, if you if you just want to. <laughs> How much does the ammo package weigh on, on these things? Oh my god, this is crazy! crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's right. a bomb, we get more enemies show up. Hold me, hold off while I defuse this bomb. Meanwhile, uh, Jim and Baton are flying through holes in the mountainside, three feet off the ground. Out here, she's got the, the moment. Uh, yeah. Looks like a blaster from Star Wars. And that's a PP Ching or whatever. It's like a Chinese made. Yeah, Chinese. I'm surprised it didn't jam after the second round. <laughs> if you want to assassinate a public official, I suggest you buy American. Then <laughs> <laughs> lots of AKs in here. Oh, yeah. For what's the line from Jackie Brown? If you absolutely positively have to kill every motherfucker in the room, except no substitute. And there's that great scene from uh, Lord of War when the oh my god that air was firing it, and you hear the ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Kalashnikov. Just hear the uh, the shells popping out of the ejection port, and they start making like uh, cash sounds. The orb was never here. The miss, this WMD was just another distraction. Jim had another plan all along. It's his and, fourth backup plan. And he didn't tell me about it. It is right. He had a plan to bring Jim, and then his backup plan was him to, to steal Rock the Beach for him. And then his backup plan was to... <laughs> <laughs> another dive through the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other, oh. Just another moment where we freaked out in the theater when he just starts free falling <laughs> through the air and then hits this. And 
flying through the roof. Where is Rugged Beach? Drops him. And this this is great too. The only only Sergey knows who's Sergey. That guy. Bozo they shot earlier. Well, so yeah. So the guy that you killed. That that's been done in other films. Thinking Assault in Precinct thirteen is think is one of them. Fight LT seven two. Yeah, so now we're we're holding a plane hostage because luckily Jim got Ratch Beach onto a commercial airliner yeah, flying of to putting Delhi. On a freaking missile! <laughs> I thought you were going to use a missile. So he so his plan all along was was to fly it to Delhi because he so, he was saying before yeah. like oh Target is Islamabad, but Target can't be Islamabad because it was on the plane the whole time. So a little little contradiction there in the plot, but none of it matters. None of it's kind of like uh, what Austin Powers movie is where he goes back into, oh, no, I've gone cross-eyed. And then Basil Exposition says, just go along for a ride, and I suggest you at home, too, too. Oh, and then he pops the theme song doing the... Da-da-da-da. Theme song? Yeah. I love that theme song. It's best villain theme song of all time. Landing permission denied. So what, like the smallpox is going to break out on the airplane and then the airplane is going to crash. I guess the explosion from the crash would probably destroy the virus. I think it was on the missile because that would just blow up the virus, theoretically. Then why would they ever, whatever, it doesn't matter. Here we go. The orb has six minutes left. And the only way you can turn it off is by beating me and turning off the detonator. I have located on my person. Right, right on the front part of right, my yeah. my shoulder so God straps. Forgive, he, God forbid he gives him a hug. And, <laughs> and we saw that coming a mile away, too. Yeah. Boom. And this is a great fight. Boom. This, this is an awesome fight. Yeah. And this is the what is it, second, third mission control. That, right. That Colonel Dukar is in. Well, yeah, and that reminds me of the, you know, all those scenes in Armageddon of uh, Billy Bob Thornton in the control room. Oh, my that God. That kind of reminds me of that, of how uh, Michael Bay would, like, move the camera around. Yeah. And then the pilots, and that's out of Die Hard 2. <laughs> so stupid. The, the pilots in Die Hard 2 just, um, you know, we've got to land this plane. And then this fight here between Jim and Patan uh, that really reminds me of uh, Ra's al Ghul and uh, Batman. I don't know why fighting at the end of uh, no, it's not at the end of Batman Begins. It's right about the middle, if I remember correctly. The middle is it? It's not. It's not in the beginning. Is it? Well, he's in the prison. Batman Begins when um, when he tries to leave the Brotherhood and uh, uh, the, the monastery. Yeah, thing? yeah, and then Liam Neeson. He say he saves Liam Neeson. Origin the training movie. montage. <laughs> I don't think it reminds me of that. I mean, it's got some wood and some rugs, and that's about it. Get me the minister. We got to get the oh. army out of oh. Kashmir. Oh, right into, into the, the knee. knee. Right into the knee. Yeah, and that. Oh, oh, then he puts it yeah. back into joint. That's a that's a badass trademark. Just pop that pop that shit back in the socket. You know, you know, you're badass when that happens. That happened to your mom. Yeah, I was playing yeah. tennis. Yeah, I heard that. I was like, "That's disgusting." 
Let me just fix this. <laughs> it's like it's like Martin Riggs pulling himself out. Oh, of the, that was uh, and this lethal jacket, weapon yeah. too. The straight jacket. Let me just uh, put oh. this big. Oh, awesome kick! Upper air off the ground roundhouse straight out kick. That was like pa- Patrick Swayze type stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. And I like how you can see the timer. <laughs> yeah. Lift up to the ground. Great fights. Was that Pan Am? Yo, how do we how do we tug on some more heartstrings? I don't know, man. Just like say there's got like a shit ton of kids on the plane, and like put a shot in there of like an eight year old or something. I don't call it that. Show a child. Show a child. Boom. Done. <laughs> boom. Boom. These are just. Yeah, it does remind me of Creed, Creed 2, Creed 3. Come on, Patan. You can do it, Patan. Blow up the passengers. I'm guessing that's the Russian version of a Tomahawk missile. Ooh. Fist. Oh. 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 Two kicks to the sternum. Two boots to the sternum. One kick. The house is sliding off the edge of the cliff. I thought. Well, this is like the third or fourth ending. It was kind of like, uh, um, you know, the return of the king type of, oh, is this going to be the finale? Is this yeah. going to be the finale? Is this going to be the finale? And then he knows, Patan knows that he's going to get a knife. Yeah. Then, but he's oh, this is, he's planning ooh. it. Ooh. I remember in the theater, we were all like, oh my God, I, no. I was like, no, they can't. No. They can't kill Patan. Like I... I know that Delhi will be saved, but still, you can't kill, you can't kill Patan. You can't kill this man because he's t- he's too awesome in every category. <laughs> well, well, luckily, you know, it's just a flesh wound. Yeah, he's just too much of a gangster. <laughs> it just missed all the vital organs. Because <laughs> I love this shot with his like shoulders just obscuring. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and then it's. Oh, the cinematography Great. is really good. And you know, when, when they did that camera slide to the left, it was the same as the pool. It was the, mm. yeah, it was, yeah. It's part of his theme where like the, the creaking of like a metal or whatever happens. It's part of his theme. Jim's theme. <laughs> I like Stop the scre- missile. Abort. Abort, abort, abort. Screaming it. And then you have the cella, uh, the celebration. Everyone's yes, like yes, yes. Like, yep. The fist pumps. The horseshoe tracking and that, shot. And then my fifth time watching this, I was like, you guys are going to wait like 30 minutes before just to, I don't know, get like get a call from Patan and you say, I have it. And he's dead. You're not just going to land. Like, what if they reactivate it? But, oh, one fell swoop just like drops him over. And again, we've seen this in a million things. This is like Hans Gruber hanging off the edge of the building with Jim hanging there and Patan. 
and then drops a 60 year old quote i remember when i saw that i remember when i first saw i was like did did he just did he just say that did he just quote him is that just another cliche line i was like yeah (laughs) did he just a soldier does not ask what his country can do for him he asks what he can do for his country why did an Indian super spy just quote JFK? <laughs> but it's also one of those things. That I'm not too familiar with how familiar Kennedy's words are in India. You know, uh, or yeah, I, in the, I guess you're right. In the Western world, very much so. Of course, we would expect that. But That's I, a great medallion. I, I just don't know. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve this. The sign of India. And then I love the kick here uh, yeah, on the I fingers. Love, like the Dominic Toretto stomping. <laughs> like it crushes everything around him. Give your mother India my last goodbye. But Patan's promise. I'm so sad. At it. Like, Jahind. Boom. Oh, great villain. Just gone. That's a fantastic end. That's an amazing end. It's, yeah. This is amazing shot. This close-up shot where it com- coming all the way across this cliff to Patan. I mean, this is just like Tom Cruise on the cliff in Mission Impossible 2. I mean, there's t- tons of shots like this in, the in other films. just coming right there. It's great. It's, it's great. Moment of reflection. I saved India. I saved, I and saved because of that, world. I saved the world. Yeah. He's even got the little man bun. Oh, yeah. Pete, Apex Mountain for man buns. And then, of course, we're thinking, okay, here's the director credit, Siddharth Anand. All right. So that it? that's, that's it, right? And then, of course, I was thinking, oh, there's only one dance number. <laughs> yeah. And I was still like on the fence. I was like, eh, maybe I'll just like leave. But then the, this scene came up. I was like, I got to see what happens because this is a goaded movie. And <laughs> and then like the first like 10 seconds of the song started. I'm like, oh, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. We didn't want to leave. I don't think we left until the end of the credits. No, we like, did. Just, like, just in case. Another, is, is, is Please tell me there's another here. scene. I want more baton. I want one yeah. more song and dance. Our paths are separate now. Thank you. And then the then the protagonist ultimately gets the gets the the role of the dead boss. Yeah. Well, somebody's got to run Joker. Yeah, obviously not Colonel Luther Luther Luker Luthera. Tiger or Kabir. Plenty of people to fight for India. Wounded soldiers who need a purpose. You are the gold, molten gold that hold them together. These are eggshells. And everyone's just waiting patiently behind him. Like he isn't going to keep protecting Mother India. <laughs> and that's slow. I, I have to say, just these guys are pros. You can tell these guys are hitting their marks. They're they're taking the director's notes. They know where the camera is. Like this is this is one of the Great most direction. professional movies I have ever seen. As as much as we're entertained by it 
and and we laugh oh, with it. Well. Yeah, it's this the quality of this film is actually very good. The cinematography is amazing. The the you got like the color correction. Yeah, the and all the characters they're all layered. You know, they put deep thought into this before they shot it. The, you know, it looks like a surprising. Th- you know, looks even, like a throwaway action it, script. It just and it's looks not. like a throwaway action movie. Some like shitty Bruce Willis, like two thousand five, like action movie written in three days. Tears of the Sun. Shampoo. Shampoo. I'm sad. I'm not going to be able to hear this song. <laughs> um, this is does it, is it yeah, a hard cut? Yeah, this is the hard cut. Oh yeah, and then like a guitar, and then oh my god. <laughs> Best part of the movie, right here. <laughs> and we're back in Spain, aren't we? Shah Rukh Khan. Oh my god! I can the hear the song in my mind. <laughs> and then we were freaking out too. Here, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> the motorcycles and the quattro There's centros. So many good shots in this. Oh my god. She's got the boots on. These great the jean shorts and the boots. And this is a lot of damn extras, man. This yeah. there's like a hundred people in this shot. And it just goes on for shot after shot. It, it reminds me of uh that really complicated one we saw. It wasn't a dance number, but it was it was an enormous amount of people in the, the first the first twenty minutes of Babylon. Oh please, please. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that shot. Hey, can we get you to stand up against a crate and like, I don't know, like put your muscles behind, up your head, like something like that. I'm going to put you in front of a window with iron bars and I want you to reach back and grab the iron bars. Cinematography of this dance sequence is just out of this. Oh. Yes. Yes. Out of this world. the high stepping this is sort of oh it's brilliant i i love every second of this i will watch the whole movie just for this <laughs> this is cuba it it definitely looks spanish and I, it they said they were in spain earlier right but this oh looks kind of like italy what the, <laughs> with the, the, the open arms I mean, yeah, it looks like Italy, somewhere in the Mediterranean. Well, they have those old cars. That's why I want to think it's Havana. Yeah, maybe it's on when the I Coronation saw this, I thought she was wearing a Motorhead shirt. Which there was a there was a scene in one of the Fast and Furious movies that was supposedly uh, took eight. place. Yeah. Fast Eight it opened in Havana. Yeah, Fate and the Furious. It's just so good. It's, yeah. It's just so good. It's the perfect level of every, <laughs> everything. We got to put that like string around his bicep. Well, it just, just makes it pop out that much yeah, more. She's <laughs> got the ripped jeans. His hair. like, And then here's when it slows. Oh, this is my favorite part of the entire movie. Air is cannon this, and the... No, the oh, fire. Oh, the fire. Yeah, the fire breather. part of the whole movie. Hair flying through the air. Here it comes. Yes! (laughs) Amazing! The eight pack going on. That was crazy. I remember I started, that was another time I started freaking out in the theater. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever witnessed. Well, what I couldn't believe was at the time there were a hundred other people in the theater who just 
did not seem to be as excited about this as yeah. as Anyone we else? did. Like no one seemed like excited at all. I was like, is this like is this normal for Bollywood? Like, <laughs> you're the calmest Bollywood movie. <laughs> your average Bollywood movie, just like it's just ridiculous to me. It was crazy good. Yeah. And then th- this is the scene that made me think that there was like, is there like a, like a whole series leading up to Bataan? I hope so. And then I was like, whoa. Well, Salman Khan's been in a bunch of spy movies that are just like this one. Um, yeah. But they're both getting older. And of course, they're referring to two people, or I guess they're like the Arnold Schwarzenegger or the Sylvester Stallone of India. Of India. Like right. these action stars that have been around right. forever, and they just can't do it anymore. But and people were laughing in the theater. They were, like, the only they time knew. they showed any emotion was at this scene. No other time during the movie did they, they crack a smile, did I hear a giggle. But here, everyone was cracking up, and then we were the ones who were quiet. I'm like, what the hell am I not getting? But whatever. I guess I, I just I just don't get it. Pieces of the puzzle that we were missing. We can't leave it to the kids. Yeah, don't please this, don't. I, I need another. I need Paton too. But I, I like the, the the buddy cop nature of that of that shot. Lower back. Yep. Thank you, Salman Khan. So is that it? That's it. Oh man, what what a great movie! Absolute peak, oh, peak cinema. His Excellency, the Ambassador of Spain. And so, yeah, they shot that it in Spain. Peak cinema to me. That's like the height of my life is seeing Patan, and like the rest of it's downhill. There's no other movie that will come close to that in the theater. Well, I remember when I went on to Letterbox to rate it, and I rated it five stars, and the average was like two point seven <laughs> no, or something. Dude, I was they're like, haters. What is wrong with people? No, nah, man, this is like, a, this is peak. This is a great this movie. This is the funnest movie of all time. This somehow does Fast and Furious better than Fast and Furious. Like, I don't know. I just loved every scene out of this movie, every scene out of place. I loved all the musical musical stuff in it. The theme song was the best. The acting, King Khan, Peak Khan. Like, I don't know, S-tier movie. My favorite. So if you haven't seen it yet and you were just listening to this for fun, we, we highly encourage you to see Patan on Amazon Prime. We highly encourage you to buy the Blu-ray with the 4K <laughs> and uh, watch Patan as soon as you can. Thanks very much for watching Patan with me. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. It's an absolute pleasure. I, I love watching this movie. All right. You want to play it again? Yeah. yeah I'll do it again, actually. Yeah. I got to listen to that dance sequence again. So. All right. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for watching Patan with Luke and I for the Super 70 Podcast. All music for this podcast is by Rosalind McPhail. You can find her at rosalindmcphail.com. You can reach me at thatdylandavis at gmail.com. And you can find me, my books, and my blog at www.thatdylandavis.com. I'm Dylan Davis, and we'll meet next time somewhere in New Zealand.
believe that humanity is a lot like me it is it is it's a, it's an aging movie star you know uh, grappling with all the newness around itself wondering whether it got it right in the first place and still trying to find a way to keep on shining regardless um, i was born in a refugee colony in the capital city of india new delhi and uh, my father was a freedom fighter my mother was well just a fighter like mothers are <coughs> and uh, much much like the original homo sapiens we we struggled to survive uh, when i was in my early 20s i lost both my parents which i must admit seems a bit careless of me now <laughs> uh, 